Bad snap. Bobble. Oh. Scoops oh. up. Here come the Spartans. Touchdown, MSU. From WDBM East Lansing, you're listening to the Green and White Report, a production from Impact Sports. This is your source for sports news, debates, and more for Michigan State, Detroit, and the rest of the sports world. Good morning, East Lansing. Ryan Collins, as usual, 11 a.m. Got a new guy in the desk today, Eric Bach, joining me as Trent Valley and Henry Menegos went off for Easter this week. But how you doing, Eric? I'm well, Collins. Thanks for having me. I'm back in the producer chair, by the way, guys. Yeah, so back in your old stomping grounds. I, If the show doesn't sound good, it's on me, but... I'm surprisingly remembered a lot of things. Yeah, you not you not were a, directing not a memory me. guy either. You were direct. You're like, hey, you got to push this button at this time. I'm going to be over here doing that and this. I'm like, all right, Collins is on it. Collins thank, is on yeah, it this morning. I mean, morning. thank God for station manager manager Jeremy. Yeah, I had to yeah. ask him on Friday, a little checkup, but I don't know. Beautiful Sunday morning. Hope everyone's having a happy Easter. Whoever's celebrating it, but yeah, me and Eric are still in the basement of Holden Hall. Yeah, I and mean, there's no place. We'd rather be on a Sunday, on a spring Sunday morning, nice and sunny outside. I didn't see one cloud in the sky coming in. And I even got stopped at my light on campus. Can you explain to people sure. what that is? Sure. So there's the light. Those of you who know the Michigan State campus over by the business college, in, um, and I believe it's Erickson Hall-ish area over there, there's a, a crosswalk traffic light, which, as anyone who's been to the Michigan State campus within the last year knows— there is no need for a crosswalk because there's hardly anyone on campus. And this light, it doesn't have any cycles. It's just constantly in crosswalk mode as if there's a lot of foot traffic. There never is. We, there we, never is. We do a segment on the show and say, what made you mad? That made you mad. Yeah, right? and that, made, that made Eric Bach mad 365 yeah, days And a I year. used to live in Cedar Village last year, which is right by there. So I had, there's no way to avoid that area. If you if you live in that area, and today I was coming from campus, um, coming to campus from from the north, and just happened to take that way, and I'm like, ah, oh, jeez, <laughs> yeah, that stinks. But we got a lot to talk about this we Sunday do. morning. We got some Michigan State stuff, transfer portal, coaches carousel, uh, and some other stuff later in the show. We got exciting Sparty awards that Eric actually came up with. Things you don't want to do on a golf course. I, Eric, you've been out. This year, right? Yesterday was my first round of the year. How are the irons looking? Were they sharp? You know, they started sloppy, but sharpened up as we got through the round. There's not uh, the best part about playing golf early in the season is you always have an excuse for every little thing you yes. do wrong. Oh, that's like, gonna be on the that's gonna be on the awards. Yeah, but like I, I'm not gonna give it away. But my favorite thing to do is uh, like, just give me a couple rounds. Yeah, and I'll show, yeah. I'll, I'll show, <laughs> It's like the one thing, like or like your buddy is playing for the first time. And he's just playing horrible, and say you've played a lot. Yeah, and he, you're just like, hey man, the short game comes yeah. when you play a little bit more. Yeah, I gotta, just, just got to hit the range a couple times. You, yeah. You'll be you'll be good. Just set a dial in the wedges. It's all right. We'll figure it out. But yeah, but first off, we got to talk about last night. Oh Maybe, my god, arguably best Final Four game ever. I'm not going to count the there. national title, but like national semifinal. Okay, I can't I can't think of a better game. Yeah. I the only one in my lifetime that comes to mind is that Villanova Carolina championship game. Yes, but, but that's I, not a semifinal. Yeah, yeah. I, it's probably the best college basketball game since that game. 
yeah. just in general. Like on a huge stage like that. I mean, 93 to 90 is unheard of for college basketball, especially UCLA just scored 51 in the Elite Eight. Besides, we need to talk about Michigan, too. Yeah. We, it, we, yeah. There's a lot to talk about in the world of college basketball, but UC, you got to give UCLA credit. Oh I mean, my we'll gosh. get into Gonzaga Baylor a little later, but I mean, how good did Mitt Cronin handle oh this team? Oh my gosh. Mitt Cronin. And he, I didn't love his late game sets and a lot no. of these games coming down the stretch, but like from a standpoint of getting them ready to play and like getting them to kind of like buy in late season after losing four straight, yeah. I mean, he did a fantastic job with yes. this group. Yes. I feel like for those that don't know, Gonzaga in the national semifinal last night beats UCLA 93 to 90 in overtime on a banked in three pointer. I think everyone knows. From about 40 feet away for, by Jalen Suggs. Um, Collins has on the dot goes Chauncey Billups on UCLA. That's true. I mean, right. that, yeah, it, it similar. was so similar. Um, after Johnny Juzing ties the game with three sec, gets his own rebound, leaves it short. Gonzaga doesn't box out. They grab his UCLA has been the beneficiary of people not boxing out this entire tournament. Aaron Henry. Yes. Who? Do, thank God Aaron Henry didn't box out, though, because yeah, we wouldn't have had that game last night. I, seriously, and Mich- I, and I hate the thing to say. Oh, what could have been for Michigan no. State? They no. probably beat BYU and then they lose. They probably lose to BYU. I don't know about that. BYU looked horrible. If you, I mean, that UCLA game, they just hammered. It's just them. the thing about that is if you beat BYU and then you play Abilene Christian. Yeah, I get that, but like they're gonna get hammered by Alabama. Know what I mean? Oh yeah, there's no way they they there's no way they get past Alabama. No shot. So I, I mean. Worst storms or whatever. But, I mean, I Juzang just, as a Kentucky, if you're a Kentucky fan, I don't know how you don't, like, gouge your eyes out. Oh. Especially for a team that could not shoot at all this year. How about, this is starting to become a little bit of a pattern for Kentucky. Guys that, like, don't get enough run for Kentucky just being awesome. Remember Devin Booker? There's a guy by the name of Devin Booker who was the sixth man on that Team he got of a Des- lot of run, though. Yeah, but I mean, I know what you're saying. I know he what you're is saying. Far and away, other than Carl Anthony Towns, the best NBA player from that Kentucky yeah. team, like not even close. Yeah, and he probably didn't rack up. He was probably like sixth or seventh on the team. He in was probably about twenty-ish minutes a game. Yeah. Well, they did that stupid thing where it's like we got shifts, we play five. Yeah, yeah. which they had so many. I, it's an impossible situation to coach that much talent, but. Anyway, I mean, Johnny Juzang. What do you have? I think he had 28 last night. Yes. I think he averaged 26 in yes. the tournament, something like and that. And UCLA's entire offense, especially in the Michigan game, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of offense, 51-49, completely just went through Johnny Juzang. I mean, when he left the Michigan game, when he rolled his ankle, yeah. it just was a totally different feel. Mm-hmm. Like Tiger Campbell played really well too. I mean, he was definitely the second like shot maker for love UCLA. Yeah, I mean, first team All Pac-12, really, really good. Um, you know he, but when Juzang came back into that Michigan game, it felt like there was a glimmer of hope for UCLA. Like he's like the light at the end of their tunnel. Like he's mm-hmm. just their guy that they rely on. And I mean. There's a couple other guys that played really well, too, but without Johnny Juzang, he is, as we love to say here at Impact, the straw that stirs the drink yeah. for UCLA. I, The one thing, because you, you mentioned Michigan a little bit earlier, yeah. and we obviously have to touch on it because 
I, I understand it happened last Tuesday, but if you're a Michigan fan, that's one of the most horrible. Michigan, I think for Michigan basketball, that's probably their worst loss. Horrible. For just expectations, like, and I think they would say that to them, like, that's just a game you got to win, and they didn't end up like, doing yeah, it. Yeah, and it's like, I, and I was going to draw this comparison. I saw Graham Couch did this this week. He, like, likened it to Shabazz Napier's Utah yes. team beating that Michigan State team in 2014 that was destined for the national title. Mm-hmm. That was like, you know what I mean? Like, every Michigan State fan had that year, like, marked on the calendar. Like, okay, this is the year they finally got the most talent. Yep. They're all seniors will be ready to go. Didn't get the job done in the lead eight. But, like, I was not at, like, what's more heartbreaking, losing to UCLA in that fashion or UCLA or watching UCLA kind of take it to Gonzaga? The answer is yes. Both? Yeah. Like, if Michigan, yeah. Michigan now, you can. When I say you, I mean Michigan people. You can pretend like you're a football school. You're not. Yeah, well, like, yeah, I think they you're, know that. You're a basketball school, and despite, yes, you lost Isaiah Livers. That was very unfortunate. But your path to the Final Four was basically unobstructed. Yeah, like, after they got past FSU. It yes, you beat nice. Florida State, who is not. And who was a shell of themselves. Well, they don't play basketball. No, they're just a bunch of athletes that can't dribble half the time. <laughs> and you got you have an 11 seed in the Elite Eight. Like, I don't care if you have Isaiah Livers or not. They scored 51 and not beat good. you. You scored 49 points. You missed your last eight shots. You missed several clutch free throws. I mean, Hunter Dickinson... Just disappeared down the stretch. Wagner couldn't throw it in the ocean. Mike Smith, who has been your guy, your clutch guy the whole year, I love Mike choked. Smith too. Love his game, but he choked. I don't know if he choked. They. It was odd when they took Mike Smith out. I think they had Eli Brooks, and they immediately went on a seven zero run. They're like, okay, we're gonna get a little bit bigger. Let's see if Brooks can run the offense a little bit, and they went on a seven zero run. So it wasn't Mike Smith's best game, but he had a big three in there. But UCLA. Getting back to them, because Michigan obviously didn't play last night. They were just tough. So really? tough. And, and they played any style you want to play. And, like, they're not flamethrowers. No. They're not. And, and like, Hawk has had an awesome game against Michigan State, hit some incredible shots. He also had an awesome game against Bama. But, um, like, this wasn't the UCLA team they were all year. They just adjusted. They were tough. And Mick Cronin has sneakily become, like, the most weirdest, best hire in the last, like, two years. Yeah. Because no one wanted to take this UCLA job. Jamie Ditson said no. Tony Bennett. I don't, I don't even know if they offered Tony Bennett, but he, like, was like, I'm not going to UCLA. They went after Billy Donovan. He was uninterested. So they're like, okay, we'll take this guy from Cincinnati, Mitch Ronan. And everyone's like, really? That's going to work out? The guy who plays, like, 50 to 50, like, two yes. games against Xavier's going to work? <laughs> Guess what? Like, if he could pick up some, like, big-time recruits, which I assume they will because they're UCLA. Yes. He, he's gonna Look get out. The, they're going to be good. And they're going to be really good next year because they're really young. So, I, I not even, like, touching on what Gonzaga did and what that shot by Suds meant. It's just, it was just bizarre to watch. You're like, is UCLA going to do this? Like, when, when Juzane gets that tip up and it's like 93-93, I'm like, here we go. They're going to win. I yeah. was like, that, that, it's like Gonzaga's going to miss this shot. And 
Hotez is going to somehow get an offensive rebound at the end of the double overtime to win the game. You know what I mean? It always kind of felt like. I feel like if Gonzaga, if that thing gets to double overtime, we're having a different conversation right now. I do believe that. And it obviously didn't because Jalen Suggs hit the shot of the tournament. Yeah, the shot of the last maybe decade of the tournament other than the Jenkins shot shot. to win the championship. What a call by Raph, too. Oh, yeah. Onions! A little kiss. Yeah. I ju- he just. There are onions, and then there are major onions. What a beast. So good. But, but... Oh, oh, I had this question for you. And would you rather be Johnny Juzane or Corey Kisbert during this tourney round? And I, I understand one's playing in the yeah. national title game, but Johnny Juzane will live in NCAA tournament lore forever. Yeah. So, the, like, you're hearing your name, but whatever. And Corey Kisbert, I mean, he's first team all-american fantastic player gonna be a top 15 pitch probably in the nba draft but like i think i would rather be johnny juzane even though i lost last night well if Corey kispert if they end up beating baylor on monday night then you know but still i no i i hear what you're saying about juzang though like I feel like you're not talking about Kispert though when you bring up John Zadner. No, Suds Timmy. Yep. You know what I mean? Those are the those are the two guys, the first two that come yeah. to mind. And Kispert won the Julius Irving Award he, as I mean, the nation's awesome best small. Of, yeah, I mean, no, I I agree, Juzang, because first of all, he's gotten more uh more press oh, than yeah. Kispert too, just because of he transferred, he lives at home in L.A. You know, mm-hmm. his parents are Orange County people. And, you know, he goes home and does the laundry, like so relatable, right? <laughs> and um, and he just, the dude can play. And who knows how healthy his ankle is. Yeah. he. I mean, he got banged up. Against, he couldn't even come back in that state game yeah. after he took over. I think a lot of people are talking about Jaime Hawkes after that Michigan State game. Johnny Juzang took over that game, like pretty evidently in overtime. And that's why Michigan State was not able to move on to the round of 64. But, I mean... We can kind of talk about Baylor, Houston, but Baylor, Baylor was just yeah, in another just, class. Yeah, Houston. I, I said this a lot over the last couple of weeks, Eric. I don't know if you've been listening, but like, I just didn't think Houston was that good. No, I never. I I picked them to lose far before they made it much further in the actual bracket than they did in my bracket. Well, I mean, if Pykele is not a moron, they win that game in the yes. round. Of, I mean, yes. I'm sorry, Rutgers. So, no Miles more. Johnson makes one layup. They win that game. So. No more pounding nails for Steve. This, yeah, uh, I, I love Rutgers basketball, but that broke my heart. Oh, it did. No, but yeah, Houston just wasn't that good. Baylor. No. Uh, yeah. And Baylor matched up with them so well. Like awesome. big yeah. guards. Like they big guard, downhill man. guards and old guards, too, because that's what wins you national championships these days. Big veteran guards. I mean, that's just I, I generally the formula is good guard play. Yes. And Butler, I mean, uh, excuse me, I was thinking about Jared Butler for them, but um, Baylor has it in spades. Yes. And, you know, I see tweets all the time. Tough day for the Scott Drew can't coach crowd. Who There is no one in that crowd anymore. No. Like, they've yeah. lost five games since November of 2019. That's insane. Like, where... The, if you're still in the Scott Drew can't coach crowd, yeah, you are on an island by yourself. I'll say, I, I mean, Davion Mitchell oh. is unbelievable. He's one of the best guard defenders I've seen in college basketball, and they and do it mostly without fouling. Yeah, it's not it's not like a West Virginia situation no. where they foul for forty minutes yes. and they only call half of them. Right. Sh- shout out Javon Carter. Yes. I, I, uh, 
I turned Bob Sanford. Huggins intimidates on the sideline the yeah, refs into not calling all the fouls that West Virginia commits. Yeah. But what's it called? Getting into Baylor Gonzaga, as you kind of talked about the national title game, we just talked about the guards. Do you give the advantage to Baylor over Gonzaga in that area? Because I think people, there's people who like IIE and Suds probably more than Mitchell and Butler, and I just disagree with that. Well, here's the thing about Gonzaga is in yesterday's game, they only played seven guys. I mean, that that's... They can go deeper than they that They can usually. go deeper. But, I mean, if Suggs or um, or Ayayi gets in foul trouble, the, the, Gonzaga could be in trouble. Okay. And, I mean, I, I'm still going to pick Gonzaga to win the game because I think that they're the best team and the best team should win the national championship. But Baylor... I'm I don't I can't remember being more excited for a national championship game in a, in a really long in, in a really long time. I can't I That's like the one thing about the like, tournament. Yeah, so a lot of the times you see teams like this in the yeah. tournament and one of them loses and yes. they don't make it. But these are the cream of the crop unequivocally the universally agreed upon best two teams in college basketball playing for the national championship. I think the last time I could remember is probably 2008 when Memphis and yeah. Kansas played when they had four The Chalmers year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like everyone, I, I think Memphis was the best team that year, and Memphis kind of fall apart at the end of the game, but Kansas was awesome too that year. The Chalmers, Rush, Darrell Arthur, Sharon Collins, Cole Aldridge. Like there, there's a lot of guys you'd like just remember off the top of your head. Well, And that, and that's something you're going to remember about this game. You're like, wow, Kispert was on that yes. downside. Like he was their fourth guy. It's like Butler. Mark Vital, we haven't talked about him for Baylor. I love him. He is such a good role player in a college basketball. It, it, it's the best, I think, national title game storyline-wise and just like excitement-wise I like ever felt as a college basketball fan. Yeah. I don't think it's close either. No, like, because this is the matchup everyone's wanted all year, and we all, we should have got it, I think, in November, yes, but we didn't. We get got it, COVIDed so. out, so I, I it's almost better that that didn't happen. Oh, I know. Like, you know, the next twenty four hours of media would just be replaying that game over yeah. and over, and it doesn't even it wouldn't have even yeah. matter. But I'm trying to find the betting line right now. I I. I hate to I hate to be what's it called Bill Simmons and stuff like that, but the guess that line I'm gonna guess the line is like I would say Gonzaga minus two and a half. Let's I'm gonna see. look it up right now. But what? Oh, what is it? Gonzaga minus five and a half. That's a big number. Ba- Let's talk about Baylor minus five over Houston. That was a horror. Vegas I don't know. is yeah. normally right on. They were so wrong about that. I didn't that. get that. I know the the thing about Baylor is, and, and we could talk about it as we get more in the nitty gritty stuff. And we already talked about how good defensively their guards are. Yep. But if you're a team who cannot initiate offense, not on the perimeter, you're gonna have a problem. And that's just what Houston and Arkansas does. Yeah. Like if you don't have a guy like Timmy, who I think is gonna be the X factor in this game who can kind of get his own down on the block, or you can give it to him at the free throw line, and he can make a couple things happen in the passing lanes. Like, you're not going to beat Baylor because they're just so good at perimeterly. On, that's not a word, but on the perimeterly. Pre- I think that works. It does. I think it works. The, but, the listeners know what you mean. Yeah, but, like, they're just so good on the perimeter defensively that there's no shot you're going to be able to beat them if you can't have someone other than a guard initiate your – you know what I mean? Yes. So, I, I like – yeah, that was a horrible line by Vegas. Like Houston, 
Houston's not that good. I'm sorry. They just weren't. They beat all double-digit seeds. The only true test they had was Rutgers, and Rutgers blew that game. Like, straight up blew that game. So, I don't know. And they were also a beneficiary of Illinois losing. Yes. Yeah. Illinois. God. I know. That was tough. The Big Ten. Ten. Yikes. I... What is your take on that? I, I I don't think we've really dug into that. Like, are you on the side it's like it's an aberration or the Big Ten was overrated this year? Well, you know, the the overwhelming evidence says that the Big Ten was overrated. Okay. Like, they, I mean, yeah, oh, they beat up on each other in a regular season. They're all worn out by the time. Miss me with that. That's just stupid. Don't like that. No. And I just think... The Big Ten do- doesn't have, like, those, I mean, Io DeSumo should have been that guy yeah. that can just take over a game just rip and your win you out. a game in yeah. March. Like, Michigan doesn't have that guy, especially yeah, Michigan, with Livers yeah. out. Livers yeah. might have been that guy this year, but, I mean, we'll never know. Ohio State definitely doesn't have nope. a guy like that. Illinois should have been DeSumo, should have been Coburn. Neither one of those, both of those guys just shriveled up into a little ball. and That's actually a really good point, Eric. I didn't even think about that because when you, you like. I mean, look, Purdue, Purdue doesn't have anyone like that. They're young. They're going to be okay. They're going to be awesome next year, I but think. But definitely this year, what you need in March, like we said, is really strong veteran guard play. You need a Trey Burke. You and you need a, Cassius need a yes. Someone like along those lines. I didn't even think about that. And you're right. Io should have been, but he wasn't. Gonzaga's got three of them. Yeah. Baylor's, Baylor's got up. at least two. Yeah. I so mean, there, here, there you are. Watching Baylor play, like ever, all year it's been like Gonzaga. Everyone's like Gonzaga, Baylor. They're like similar. But I feel like the national media would say, no, Gonzaga's is way better no. The type of bat I don't believe they're on the that. same playing field. I th- like have you people are like just offensively. I don't know if Baylor can keep up. I'm like Baylor averages like eighty a game. Yeah, I'm like, are you watching them play? All they do is just dart lock you up on the perimeter and run. And they got a lot of guys who can shoot. And they play almost more positionless basketball than John Zadra plays. I think because although I mean Meyer can go on hit a Meyer three. Meyer's the X factor in the championship so? game for me. He gives them he you're you know what I is that what you're saying? Myers the X factor. Yes. For Baylor. I would say vital because I'm very interested who they're gonna throw on Timmy. Because I think if Timmy goes John Zadra, it, it's almost impossible to beat John Zadra. I agree. And I think that when Myers in the game, those two could be matched up. Yeah. That's fair. Myers got the worst hair. Or, I like it. You or don't like best Myers hair, hair or best hair, depending on your point of view. Mine is that it's the worst. I think it just shows the confidence he has. You know what I mean? Like you said, I can pull this off. Yeah. If you if you've ever seen Matthew Meyer play, he's got a lot of confidence. He, he <laughs> taking like fadeaway twenty five footers like for a six seven like white dude. It, it's pretty funny. But you 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 brought up Illinois, and obviously we're in East Lansing, we're in Big Ten country. A lot of coaching carousel going on this week in college basketball. More than I ever remembered. I had like really big big programs. Well, it's the it's the time of the transfer portal. Yeah. And that kind of applies to coaches, too. Yeah. And speaking of that, Rocket Watts. Yeah. Leaves Michigan State. I think no the writing, was writing on the wall after Walker from Northeastern comes in. Watson or Walker? Is it Watson? I think it's Watson. Watson. Yeah. Tyson Watson. Okay. 
That might not be in his first name. Probably should figure that out eventually. <laughs> but we don't have Hank here to fact check. Yeah, us. I know, dude. I'm. It, it... <sighs> Collins uh, behind the glass, back in his old stomping grounds. If you're just it's, joining I'm us, I'm trying to like look at the computer, which has like the yeah. planning doc, and then and also face like, me. Yeah, and face it's you. not. It's a, it's you're, a you're difficult. Really, you're task. battling today. You're battling yes. today. But what's it called? Hoiberg and Roger Watts into the transfer portal. Hoiberg's going to UTSA or something. UTA. I've never even heard of it. It's at University of Arlington. But, like, general thoughts, are you disappointed? Are you sad? Are you, or are you more like, you know what, clean slate, like, good for you? Or you're on the other side of the thing where it's like, you know what, didn't need him anyway. He's stunk, you know what I mean? What What is your general thoughts on Rocker Watts transferring? I think that it was inevitable because yeah, of I, what yeah. Izzo basically blamed himself. That, he, that was weird. It was what did very you think weird about that. That it, like putting out a putting out like a, a statement. A, yeah, a like, statement goodbye, about a Rocket. I've um, never seen that. I really have never seen that. It's Walker, by the way. Is it Walker? I'm getting so. multiple texts in here. Sorry, guys. I, I... we don't have Hank. We're Sorry, just I'm not chalk watching it up. CAA basketball. <laughs> I'm just... not watching. It's no. It's like no. What Northeastern Hartford? I got it on my TV. No, I don't have it on. We're my chalking TV. it up to not having Hank. Yes. Um. Yeah, about Watts. I thought it was very interesting because normally when people would have transferred away in the beginning, Izzo was going to be like, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Yeah, that's what I And yeah. this was the complete opposite. Like, I think he knew he yes. had a part on what he, happened he this year. He forced Rocket into something that he wasn't comfortable with, that messed with Rocket's psyche, and then he was never the same. And now with all these people with walk, Walker coming Walker, in. Jeez. Sorry, these, guys. These, these guys sorry are, guys. these guys are all over me, man. I, I'm um, sorry. With Walker coming in, with Max Christie coming in. I mean, you got Nakins, Pierre it, Brooks. Yeah. I mean, all these guys that where where a if Rocket would have performed in the future like he did this year, his minutes would have had to dwindle. There's yeah. just not enough minutes. Yeah. You I, know? It, and he saw the writing on the wall, and I respect him for doing. What's best for him? Yeah. I don't think there's any bad blood between Michigan State and Rocket Watts. I don't think there should be because Michigan State is, as a program, as shares equal responsibility with Watts's failures this season as Watts does. That's why I thought it was so funny. I've never seen Izzo. Like, Izzo, like, basically. Izzo was like, yeah, I messed up. Good luck, Rocket. Yeah, that's, like, he, it wasn't like, just Rocket, I mean, he beat basically single-handedly beat Michigan late season. Absolutely, he hit some huge shots. Spartans on, aren't in the tournament without that. No, for sure. And like he sneaky was better. Like he he wasn't like what he was at the end of last year, where he was the perfect running mate in the backcourt with Cassius Winston. He gave Michigan State a whole new like dimension offensively at the end of his freshman season. But this year, like even going back really far to the Penn State game. They don't win that game if Rocker Watts doesn't clamp up on a defensive end, doesn't get a tip in with like True. about a minute left. Like he he did a lot of little things. I think a and, lot of people didn't realize down the stretch. So. And you also go back to the Purdue game; they win that game without Watts. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so it's a give and take. Yes, no, it is. He he wasn't good this year. He and I think he knows it. And the confidence just wasn't there. Even though when you kind of saw Izzo, it's like, okay, go back to your old role. Let's get you like, know what I mean? Like, let's get you more in the flow game. He just didn't have that confidence with his jump shot. Um, just didn't have that like belief that he could go get two against anyone, which I thought he had his freshman year, totally. especially at the end of the year. Well, he had Cassius Winston to guide him. Yes, I mean Cassius Winston. That's like the one thing I don't think it's mentioned enough is the loss. Oh, 
not of Cassius Winston, but Xavier Tillman. Yes. Like, those are two, I think, generational, not generate, but like, you're, you're not going to have guys like that for another decade. Nope. You're not going to have a defensive player like Xavier Tillman for another decade. And you're probably not going to have another guy like Cassius Winston who single handedly took a team to the final four, maybe longer than a decade. I can't even think Against, of another. Yeah. The, the, the fact that Michigan State beat Duke. I know we're like yeah. glory days here. I know. It's just got a month left of yeah, yeah. being a Michigan State Spartan. Yeah, yeah. Gotta we got to get the good moments. But the fact that when it was on the other day is still beyond belief to me. But anyway, we can move on. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? What was the most interesting departure or new hire that you saw? Chris so far? Beard. Chris Beard to Texas? Yeah. Just ho- drops for a league rival in state. I mean, yeah. Texas Tech went to the national championship game in 2019. We can talk about how they shouldn't have been there, yada, yada, yada. But, I mean, the fact that it was a very unceremonious departure for Shaka Smart. Very weird. He just won the Big 12 tournament this year. Now, granted, Kansas didn't play in it. But at the same time, Shaka takes off for Marquette, you know, there's the donor issue, the eyes of Texas issue yeah. that you can talk about there, which is a very real and a very real issue yeah, for, with Texas. Yeah. With Texas. I mean, everyone knows that donors run the show there. The the administration doesn't. And if I'm Shaka, I think he got out of Dodge right at the right time. So you like the move for Shaka? I Shaka and Marquette seems like a lateral move, but at the same time, Marquette's a basketball school, and I, he's Shaka's back in his home state. He's from I Wisconsin. Didn't know he's from Wisconsin. Yeah, but what's it called? I people would say it's like a step down. It's like because I've always it's feel a lateral like, move basketball wise at best. Yes, and I think Shaka will kill at Marquette. I think that's I a too. perfect perfect fit yep. for Shaka because Shaka with hair still yep. still shocking to see. It is shocking. I kind of like it. It's kind of just. It me. looks fake. People like don't like it. I'm like, I kind of like it. It was actually maybe one of the most jarring things I've ever seen. The Seriously, first time. I thought he was wearing. I was like, huh? I thought he was wearing like a cheap toupee when I first saw it. I'm like, uh, is it, that real? It wasn't right. But, it is uh, real. No, it is real. But beard to Texas Tech. I hope my brother's listening to the show because me, my brother lived in the state of Texas, and he goes, I can't tell you how much better of a city it is to live in Austin than Lubbock. Well. It's just there. I guess I've never been to Texas, and I could probably tell you that. Yeah, no, that's. I mean, I just and I didn't know Beard went to Texas. To be honest, I did. I didn't know he was an alum. But if I'm a Texas Tech fan, the hate in my heart for Chris Beard, ooh, would be a lot. Ooh, a lot. And I get it. I mean, you're fire gonna, those pistols, man. Yeah, I mean, he's making like the same money too. Ooh, it's just Chris Beard saying, "Hey, I built this thing at Texas Tech." I'd rather be at Texas for the same money because it's a better brand than you could buy. Yeah, and you're living in Austin, which is one of it's a great city. I don't blame Chris Beard, but at the same time, it is a I w- smack if I'm a in Texas the face. Fan, oh, I I don't know what I would do. Like it's it doesn't have like Patino to Louisville no. vibes, but like it's got like it's almost worse because you got to see this guy two times a year, and knowing Texas, he'll get it rolling. I, he'll get it rolling in some sense. Yeah. Who are they going to hire, though? Texas Tech? I don't know. It's a big hire. Like, it's a big hire. Who's going to be like, yeah, Texas Tech? It's And, and that's like the thing. Like, Chris Beard got to start with Knight at Texas Tech, basically. And that yeah. was kind of like a personal thing for him to go to Texas Tech. And to take the job at Texas 
kind of leaves that cover barren. But the one that, like, I don't know if I would ever take a Texas job. I know what I mean. Mm. I feel like it's a career killer at this point. It seems to be that way. It's it's incredible, and like, know what I mean? Like, I I personally, this was like my argument for Beard. If I was him, I would stay at Texas Tech. I'm like, look, I got this good thing going. I have unlimited job security, and you can use. Hey, I'm gonna jo- I'm gonna leave for Texas as leverage to make more money. Yeah, I I think he. He's not making that much more money. Just be I, like, hey, Texas is going to offer me. I want this number, and if you can't give it to me, I'm going to Texas. Yeah, but, like, why Why would you take that job? I just don't get it. There's, like, in three the years— of, of Texas. If In three years, if Texas isn't good, it's going to be like, okay, here we go again. Mm-hmm. Let's take this guy out of here. Yep. And it's like the second—I I get all the Texas rules. Football is king. But at Texas Tech, I think it's the closest thing to a basketball school in the state of Texas. You know what I mean? Like that, like you watch a Texas Tech game, that place is nuts. Like the great atmosphere. He's got a good thing going and unlimited job security. I don't know if I would have taken that job. I don't know. That's just me. I guess I'm a loyal person, though. Are you? I have my values. To be fair, though, like if I would say I'm the OU coach, actually not the OU coach, I would stay there forever if I got <laughs> the Oakland University job. But it's if I got near like, and dear to your heart. Say I was like the Illinois head coach in Michigan State came like a calling. Yeah, I'm probably taking the job. Oh, so you're not loyal then? Yeah, I, I say I'm loyal, but in principle, like if you're gonna offer me more money in a in better place, in principle, you're loyal. In practice, you're not. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Did you? What do you think about Moser to Oklahoma? Great. I was surprised he didn't get more buzz on the coaching trail. He I should have he... back in after the first final. Four. Yeah. I. I think, I mean, Indiana hires Mike Woodson. I don't know how they got Trace Jackson Davis to stay. That was bizarre. I I sent this in the Impact Group Me when Trace Jackson Davis announced that he was going to stay. Alex, I'll take self destruction for four hundred. Yeah, I, I, unbelievable. I, I, that was shocking to see. But like, I thought Moser was a good fit at Indiana. Like, yes, I, I, well, the fact that they didn't throw—I mean, obviously they threw the Brinks truck at Ar- Archie Miller to leave. Yes, the fact that they didn't throw the Brinks truck at Porter Moser to to come—I don't even—I the whole thing is like you need to have Indiana ties, which is what? a bit, which is a bit time what? like mi- Michigan football thing. Like he's a Michigan. Oh. No, no, but Indiana's like, a football school now. By the way, Michigan's yeah, I mean, a basketball school. Indiana's a football school. That's bizarre to say. But Michigan's—I mean, Michigan's been good at basketball for like maybe they should just forever, have Tom Allen coach the basketball team. So he can cry after every game. You know, I had I love to... my guys. They love me. They yeah. trust me. After That's we... my Tom Allen impression. We guys. beat uh, Youngstown State by four touchdowns today. Man, what a day. He does cry after every How press about conference. That? I buy into it. But, yeah, I don't I don't know why Moser didn't get more love on the coaching trail. Like, I, it was basically like Moser to Marquette was a big thing. I was like... I almost would stay at Loyola Chicago. Know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like he should have got a huge, huge job. And I get Oklahoma's a Power Five job, but I don't think that's. Yeah. I, I, Drew I, Valentine a... gets a shot at Loyola, though. Good for him. Thirty years old. Oh, more, no one more deserving. I, I mean, it's shocking. He's really good, though. Like whatever, like what people say. Great recruiter. Yep. I think he handles all their defensive stuff, which made sense. If you can get players in the Valley, you don't even have to be that great of an in-game coach. So, I mean, they've killed with transfers. They've gotten good recruits. I mean, that Brandon Norris kid from Oakland, every Oakland basketball fan is just like, what? Like, come on. Like, this guy's a stud. 
Yeah. And he's just at Loyola Chicago after OU had him for just a year. But um, I don't know. Oklahoma and Moser, is this going to be interesting? Because, like, I I mean, you can, like, look at an example like Mike Anderson at St. John's. Like, guys who are not generally from, like, that's, like, area. I mean, I guess he was the assistant, I think, at St. Louis for a while with, um, uh, try, I forget the head coach, but, like, guys who are, like, not from that area of the country and, like, go to a different geography thing and don't really have the recruiting, like, background. And that that's always kind of weird for me to see. And I'm interested to see what happens at Oklahoma because Oklahoma's a good basketball school, but, like, I don't think it's, like, you're not getting the resources you're going to get at, no. like, in Indiana, Kruger obviously. brought them up. Ascended them to the top tier of the Big Twelve, though. Yes, yes, yes. Like yes. they weren't, they weren't, weren't anything. I mean, the Buddy healed years. I mean, that was that was good. And one more to talk about, Roy Williams. Well, that's probably the biggest one. Yeah. Do you go in because Larry Brown said you got to yeah. keep it within the family? No, you don't. Is that is that how you think? Because I disagree with Larry about that. You hire the best coach. It's okay. North Carolina. Yep. Uh, but who's the who are you gonna get? I don't think. What it seems, it seems like it's going to be Hubert Davis. It okay, if he's the best option, then yeah, I, I, I think he would be the best option, frankly, of who's of who's left. Yeah, unless they poach somebody. Well, they could poach someone because yeah. they're North Carolina. Yeah, of course. I, I mean, if anyone think... would ever poach somebody, it could be them. Yeah, I don't know. Who Tom they... Izzo? Question mark. I was me and my buddies really. Yeah, Izzo to Chapel Hill. Izzo to Chapel Hill. That'd be hilarious. Coaches but... for eight more years and. Wins, that would be so wins funny. two natties and calls it a career. That'd be like actually the funniest thing ever. Is it? You know what, guys? I need a second national title. I'm yep, going. To I'm going to you and see. And then Michigan State like wins one with Stevens right with, after. Uh, <laughs> like, just... With with Nate Oates. Uh, uh, that's like. I mean, this is a bigger like philosophical thing. That's not a word either. Philo- philosophical. It sounds like a falafel. I was but... gonna say falafel. <laughs> yeah, but all the Michigan State fans are like already carved out a succession plan for Michigan State. So okay. Izzo's going to retire. Nate Oates is going to, like, what's going on at North Carolina, I think it's going to be very similar to what goes on at Michigan State. Whenever I th- Izzo calls yeah, it quits. I think it's going to be a, a hire from one of his assistants. I just, that's just kind of the way they do things. I think because it's, I don't know, it's not late in the cycle, in the coaching cycle. No, it's not. But it's not. at the same time, I just, I think Hubert Davis has been there long enough with Roy now, yeah. five plus years as the like associate head coach, kind of running the show behind the scenes, that he would be a very suitable replacement. I just don't know if that name is going to satisfy the Carolina brand, you know? And they haven't been great. The last two years have not been no. signature Carolina. I mean, they would have missed They the won tournament. the championship in 17 and have kind of been in the downhill slope since then. They were really For good. For Carolina. Yes. They were really good in 2018. Really, really good yeah. with Cam Johnson and yep. Kobe White. But I don't know. I, I'm wondering what direction Carolina goes because they're like the only blue blood that's kind of not been like, okay, let's go out and get one and done. And when I say blue blood, it's like, Blue, blue buds, like UNC, yeah. Duke, U, U, UCLA, and Kentucky, like those four. Kansas, too. Yeah, can- they've all been like, hey, let's go get one and done. Yep. And Roy's kind of been like, we'll get one every two or three years, but we're looking for guys like Theo Pinson, Justin Jats, which there really isn't like that class of players. Like They're very rare to find when you're recruiting at that high of a level, which North Carolina is. So I, I'm curious to see, let's say Hubert Davis comes in, say Jerry Stathouse, a name that's been floated like around. 
Do they just say, hey, let's throw one and done. Let's just go put all of our chips in the table. We're going to compete with Dude for some of these guys. We're going to compete with Kentucky. That's like a, I, I, that's the one reason I think they stay with Hubert Davis because it's going to be like, we're going to listen to what Roy Williams wants, and this is what Roy Williams wants. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think Hubert Davis would be a great choice. I just It wouldn't surprise me if Carolina pulls a Texas and tries to, to poach somebody. Who, do you have a name though? Like I don't even have a name. Scott Drew. I heard I, I've Scott Drew, Mark View. I've heard that. I mean, those are Mark obviously. View's not leaving Gonzaga. I he's a big fan of Roy Williams. That's why a couple of Carolina people floated that. Scott Drew. Scott Drew's like kind of weird, in the sense like Mick Cronin. I no. I think UCLA after what he did with UCLA. Yeah, I think UCLA is just as good of the job as North Carolina. North Carolina is probably a little bit better. John Beeline? Beeline's interesting because I I, I thought Beeline was like literally the perfect fit at Indiana. But yeah. he just wasn't going to take that job because he actually, I think he genuinely cares about Michigan basketball. He and he just wouldn't want to do wouldn't want to coach against him. Yeah. Jay and, Wright? Yeah, I think Jay Wright's at Nova forever. If If Jay Wright's going to leave, he's going to go to the NBA. Um. So when I was saying Scott Drew, I thought Scott Drew was like a perfect fit for Indiana too. Like people forget he started out at Velpo. Like he's a state of Indiana yeah. guy. He's had Indiana ties. I'm surprised no one's really made a huge offer at him. Um, I I feel like he's comfortable at Baylor. I don't. I mean, if you would see offered him the job, I think he would take it. Obviously, but I don't know if they would offer him the job. It's. I think my my gut tells me Hubert Davis is going to be the next coach yeah. at Carolina. Michigan. Before we go to a quick break, when you think of Michigan State, like uh, Nets head coach, what's your immediate reaction? Is it like Fife, Stevens, or you're like, no, what NATO? We're gonna draw and get NATO. It's because I just I don't believe Michigan State does outside hires in basketball. I think the best option would be an outside hire, but yeah. it wouldn't surprise me to keep it, see them keep it within the family. That's just how they are, though. That's just how we are. That is how they are. But we're going to take a quick break here on the Drina White Report for Ryan Collins, Eric Bach. Keep it locked in with us. Ranger Station. Yeah, hi. I'd like to report a bear sighting, as in Smokey Bear. We were about to head home after a bonfire, and Smokey said the fire wasn't actually out. He said if it's too hot to touch, it's too hot to leave. Did you know that 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans? No kidding. I'm a forest ranger. We never kid. Sorry. Kidding. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. I study human carnivore complex. I study what happens to plants after they die in deserts. I am getting my PhD in nuclear physics. I study biofuel research. I look at foraging behavior in bumblebees. I understand the effects of Zika virus. Have you ever been interested in learning about the incredible research happening at Michigan State University? The Sci-Files is an Impact 89 FM exposure series focusing on student research here at Michigan State University. We think it's important to spread the word about all the awesome diverse research projects here at MSU while getting to know some of the students, too. You can catch us Sunday mornings on 9 a.m. or on impact89fm.org, where the podcasts are posted after the interviews air. Hi. I'm Dr. Jonay Caldoun. We know that COVID-19 is spreading rapidly across Michigan right now. The most important thing people can do to protect themselves is social distancing. That means unless you are a critical infrastructure worker, 
or going out to get food or medicine for your home, you should be staying at home. Stay home, stay safe, save lives. Back for the Green and White Report here on this beautiful Easter Sunday. Baseball season just kicked off in Detroit and across the country. And damn it, Collins, the Tigers are 2-0. and World the, Series bound, question mark? You know what? I, I just so badly want to like buy in and just sell my soul. Well, I saw you tweet. You go, I know it's an overreaction. It's been two games, but this I, Tigers I team. They feel different. I think they do. And it, and it starts off with Hinch. Starts off with Hinch and pitching. They actually have some resemblance of starting pitching. It's it's incredible. Like, if Matthew Boyd doesn't give up 500 home runs this year, then, I mean, yesterday, uh, to Heron, I'm saying that wrong. Is, they were saying it weird on the broadcast. I don't know how to say it. It's like Tehran. To I don't know. They they let roll the R. Credit the Shep. I was sh- like, yeah. Do you like Shep? I do. You do. I. I don't. I know you don't. <laughs> I. Okay. The Tigers I, booth is a mess. I'm it's not going to be the guy that that smack talks play by play guys. No, he's good. But he was he, awesome at Michigan. He was. That was what my next point. He was so so good on Michigan basketball. So good. So good. And it's just a weird fit. Yeah. It's not saying he's bad, but no, whatever. no. And I mean We're nicely saying Daniel he's bad. Dickerson on the radio. Yeah, that's hard. Is that's a problem. Top notch. That's like the problem though. Like Mario and Rod were so like ingrained like ingrained and everyone kind of liked them. They had their little yes. niches. Like Rod would do the country strong stuff. <laughs> Mario was just so solid and just like every day. And then you bring in a new guy and you got Dan Dickerson on the radio and you're like uh, I feel like that's the best option. Let's simulcast that with the game, but whatever. Jim Price. Nice with area. His, with, <laughs> with his little uh, yeah, little tidbits. No, but seriously. Uh, he hit you, that one hard, man. pitching. He hit, hit that one hard. Yeah. <laughs> Scooball and Mize, if they can be okay, then the Tigers are going to smash the over of 68 and a half wins. But what do you, what's your actual, like, if you're being objective, because sure. I'm not an objective no, Tigers fan. Me, me, me I'm not an objective Tigers fan. I'm just going to say that. Like, Robbie Grossman had three walks the other day, and I was like, is Man. he the best leadoff hitter since Ichiro? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, saying stuff like this to myself. I'm like, I'm like, wow. I'm like, this is the best leadoff hitter. This guy gets since... on base, man. No, uh, I, like I already can tell every dad across the street said, like, wow, he's had a great approach. That's what you need out of your leadoff yeah. hitter. Need him on base. But um, I'm not objective, but what's, like, your actual realistic, like, goal for this team? I think we can shoot for 500. That's so. What is it? 162. That's going 13 games over the 68 and a half that Vegas yeah. projected. I think that that's, that's if fight they... for a wild card spot for the majority of the year. Yes, and that's what you know. The Tigers have been so bad the last four plus years. This is what Detroit needs: a a team to root for potentially making the wild card game. Like if I, I Matt guess. Manning comes up too, if this um, team, yeah. Turnbull's on has some COVID issues right now. But if he comes back and he can be what he was last year, what he was last year, if Boyd cannot give up a hundred home runs, if Turnbull can just re- repeat what he did last year, 
Mize and Skubal take steps forward in their development, which they will because they're young. I mean, World Series, baby. Yeah, I'm kidding. But no, uh, not um, World Series. But Miggy, Miggy looks you energized. In the you believe Mi- the Miggy lineup. looks energized, and this is why. I think it was a mistake to DH him. I really do. You gotta play him in the field. I don't know if he every once in a while, yeah. If he, I mean, DH him when he's tired, or you know, if he's not in the mood to play in the field. But he's more engaged when he plays in the field. I mean, obviously, yes. He's everyone, good at first. everyone knows the the home run. He slid into second base. He makes a diving stop on opening day. Like, if Miggy can keep that energy, I mean, he's gonna be thirty eight in a couple weeks. Yeah. You know, if Jonathan I, Scope can. Can still Jonathan Scope was good last year. He was. He was. That was a really nice signing. Jacoby Jones can be consistent both offensively and defensively. If they Healthy. can if they can get some production out of Victor Reyes. He was good last year too. Yep. That, the one thing that's weird about the COVID year is because it was so fluky. It more than any other sport, eh, maybe basketball in the bubble too, because you're yeah. seeing guys like Tyler Hero come back to Earth in the NBA. True. But in the MLB, you like saw guys like Yelich bat like 210, yeah. like just have horrible numbers, and you know that's just really not who they are. It's a small sample size. It was a third of a season. Yeah, but like when you, not see, even. When you see Candelario bat like 302 on the season, you're like, he's not going to be able to keep it up. Yeah, oh, he's another. I forgot to mention he him. He is. That is the one storyline I think that is most important to this Tigers team and what I've saw seen in spring training this year and early season is Candelario is going to be a part of the future. And I think last year – and last year, I don't think that was the case. It was kind of like, hey, Jamer, like if, you, if you're if you not going to start producing at the plate, we're going to have to reconsider what we're going to do at third base. Yes, and I also, not to rain on any parade here, I also think the Indians are not, they're a shell of what they used to be. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. Mean, they how many people hit. have they traded away? They I still, mean, obviously, Shane Bieber's awesome, but the Tigers got to him enough on opening day, I mean, trade away, traded away Kluber, traded away Clevenger. I mean, no, it's kind of weird. The first two games are bullpen. Let's do it too. Yeah, I mean, Soto, Soto's gonna make you hold your breath. But is it a Tigers closer if you're not holding your breath in no. the ninth inning? No, that's just, it, it. Wouldn't be the same. It's a rite of passage. It really is. I, I'm trying to like. It's kind of hard. Fulmer out of the bullpen looked great great yesterday. If he can, and he can come, if somebody gets hurt in the starting rotation, he can easily slot in. Yeah. You know, because that's what he's done his whole career coming off. Didn't he have Tommy John's? Uh, Yes, he had Tommy John about a year and a half. Coming off Tommy John? I mean, I, looking at. We're so, we're so dumb. I this know, is going to be today. Get this, sh- we're going to have to submit this to freezing cold takes in like two months. Yeah, just scruples and get like shelled for like eight. I'm not. I hope that doesn't happen. Please pitch well today, Derek. Yeah. But um, <laughs> just looking at like in baseball when you do like the sports radio segment, you're like, so who's the X factor and like yeah. stuff like that. It's kind of hard to do that with this baseball team. But like, Candelario and Reyes are the two for me. I sense you know this is sports talk radio and we yes, have to do I th- it. And, and you already said my, if you can get stuff out of Mize and Struble, I think it's Casey Mize because yeah. Casey Mize, let's say what you want, like his stuff, like it, it, it filthy. It's I mean he's had great put away pitches, but the reason the Tigers drafted him is he had incredible fastball like command at yes. Auburn, just incredible, and he's kind of lost that since he's been the Tigers organization, so. 
Uh, he just brings a whole nother vibe, though, if he's going. It's like, oh, our and number— And if Scooble's going, too. Yeah, but it's like our number one pick. Oh, here we go. It's it, it, You know what I mean? It's like Especially when, if Manning comes up, too. Yeah, it's like when Porcello, yep. like when he first came up when he was 20, you're like, ooh, this guy's really good. And when Verlander in 06, you're like, I don't know if he's in pitch at the caliber of that. He probably isn't because, I mean, Verlander won the Rookie of the Year slash was in the Scion contention for the majority of the year. But it, it just brings a different energy to this team. I just, when I saw 68 and a half, I just didn't get it. Like I, I it just I, seems too low, especially in a weak division too. Their division like, stinks. That's Cleveland's the, yeah. bad. Cleveland's not bad, but they're KC not nearly. KC's horrible. I think Chicago is clearly the best team in the division. They and lost again last night. I too. know, but they'll be they'll be good. Yeah, I mean, Jimenez is a Tony, big loss. First of all, I'm still blown away by the Tony Larusa hire. It was top ten most shocking moments in the sports. I'm just world blown it away. Was, I like, I just love to go to their like, their, not their war room, but you know what I'm talking about. Like, like you're like in the draft to be, day, to be so. a fly on the wall to hear the. You know what? Let's go. Tony LaRusse is our guy. He's a like, he's a, well, how he's did a you, baseball guy. You how need did you him. Get there. I don't even know. How did they get there? There that White's outside management group said, like, "You know what? I'm tired of all these nerds being manager. Let's bring Tony in." We're yeah. not gonna do any analytical things. Let's let's bring the old ball coach back in. Jeez. That would that would be like Florida, say like Mullen. Not I mean, that would probably be easy because Spurrier's a little bit younger. But yeah. like LaRusa, it's just We're bringing so... back the old ball coach. It's just like, you know what? It's like, what's Bobby Williams doing? Get him up. He's coming back to East Lansing. <laughs> Bobby with his patented thousand yard stare and look of confusion on the sideline i think bobby williams for all michigan state fans is the king of every time you watch a national fo- like a national game i think he coaches at oregon now yes but he's the e- special teams coordinator no, at oregon but every single time it's just like someone in the background is that bobby williams like, is that it, bobby it, williams looking confused yeah standing like, behind nick saban yeah you're like what um is nick just like Every single time. Helping is out his old friend. Like, what is happening No, here? it's not even that. It's just like everyone knows who it is. Yes. It, they're just like, is that Bobby Williams? I'm like, yes, it's Bobby Williams. It's just like, it's always shocking to see Bobby Williams. But, yeah, go Tigers. Go Tigers. Easily the best, the most excited I have been about a Detroit sports team in at least two calendar years. Yeah, Pistons and Red Wings and are unwatchable. Yeah, it, Pistons it, are watchable. I'm setting myself up for failure and disappointment. I realize that. All I can ask for in a baseball team is that I would can be excited and yes. watch them every I day. I want to watch a competitive—I yeah. don't care. I just want them to be even in the conversation. Like, my expectations for them, oh, are they? do I expect them to win the division? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But I just want something to care about. Like, yeah, I've just felt no, for dead sure. inside the past four baseball seasons, and I just want something to care about. Yeah. And I hope that this team can provide that for me. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah, because you're not going to get it with the Lions. No, even. but I well, mean, we'll talk about them over under five wins. Yikes! Way under. You want to just think, talk about it th- now? Let's do it now. You think? Wh- well, there's some other NFL stuff I want to talk about. We can start with that though. Yeah. Lions over under five wins. You think under? Yeah. I think over. I think they borderline think, have the worst roster in the league. I think six and ten just because the NFC North so weak. Re- I borderline think they have the worst roster in the league. If okay, you- who do you draft at seven? I, that's like the. I guess we might as well just open the bag of the NFL draft. Would you go Parsons at seven? Because I, I think that's okay, a big if, question. If 
okay, this won't happen, but if both P- Kyle Pitts and Micah P- Kyle Pitts is available from Florida, the tight end, yeah. generational tight end, everyone says it. He's a wide receiver. Can we just I say know. that? Played tight end in Florida, put his hand okay. in the ground sometimes. Um, Micah Parsons from Penn State at linebacker. Those two are available. They both won't be. Alex McCray, if he's listening right now, is just cringing. Um, who do you take, Pitts or Parsons? I, I want Parsons. And that might be a bias. I think, I think Parsons is the better, is more of a position of need for the Lions. And that scares me because last year they did that with Okuda, which I th- I don't Ooh. think they felt great about taking Are we Okuda giving up third. on him? No, I'm not giving up on Okuda because, I mean, if you watch Darius Slay in his rookie year, okay. he was horrific. It's fair. So, like, I- I'm going to give a cornerback time because it's hard to adjust to NFL, but um, I don't think they ever felt great about taking Okuda at three. Know what I mean? True. And it was just like you kind of had to because yeah. it was such a glaring position of need last year. Yeah. It's like he's the best guy available. I guess we got to take him. And it's and it was more like we can't get out of three. Yeah. I if the Lions are smart, they try and get out of seven. Yeah. Because they're. But in what a, do you, what do you need to get out of seven though? I don't. I if you are to get out of seven, say like a Trey Lance is still on the board or something, and there's like a team like the Patriots. That's trying to come up from, I think they're like 15 or 14 on the board or something. They're trying to come up and get like a quarterback. I think you can get a first rounder out of that, like Probably. maybe next year. but uh, Or like another set, like maybe two second rounders. Because the one thing with Parsons that they have given the vibe off, like, yeah, he's an exceptional talent. He was awesome at Penn State. He also hasn't played football in a year. And what, like, it's kind of like in the NFL, linebackers and safeties. It's kind of really hard to take them in the top ten. Like I think NFL evaluators are like, I feel like you can find a guy like that in the third or like the fourth. So it, the it, Lions haven't done that, is the thing. Yeah, and I think the last time I'm trying to think the last time they took like a guy middle linebacker in the draft, maybe Ernie Sims all the way back from other Florida than State. Jared Davis. Yeah, Jared Davis. I mean, that was that really worked out. But like <laughs> watching the Lions last three years, I mean two years especially, it's like they need. A linebacker who can cover, and Par- Parsons, Parsons can, can do, that. do that, and he can do that. But do I need linebackers co- that can cover are arguably, in my opinion, the NFL more important than linebackers that can stop the run. No, for sure. But like, do you take a position or need? But like you said, Pitts. But like, is there's a guy like Jamar Chase on the board, which I don't think he will be, or like a wide receiver that I like? I know this guy's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Like regardless of what happens, he's gonna be awesome. I'm. I kind of lean towards that because they are so far, I think, like committed to a rebuild. You might as well go best player available than position need. What do you think the ceiling for Jared Goff is? I don't know, man. I just, I like I said, I think they're gonna stink. I think five, if okay, so you're you're picking the under of five. I think they win like two games. Not sure. Ooh. I I don't think they're good at all. Ooh, like they're your offensive line and. Wide receiver play is like not bad. Their offense won't be horrible. Seventeen game regular season now too. Okay, five, five games, Mitch. Eh, I'm still. I'll, I'll stay with like. Three. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take. I forgot. You know, the uh, NFL just expanded their season to seventeen games, which I don't see the point of. First of all, maybe the most nonchalant thing ever. Yeah. That, oh, by the way, the the season's a game longer now. Carry they did on, that in the NBA. Carry too. on. That was like a. a a news dump Tuesday. Every casual NBA fan, like, I, I, I watch a lot of NBA, so I know, but, like, I love when they do things like this. They did this in NBA where it's like, yeah, there's a playing tournament now. 
Oh yeah. Hmm. They're like yeah, they're like yeah, Washington's fighting it out. They're 20 games under 500, but they're 2 games out of the 10 seed in the East. We're just, I'm like what are we talking we're about? We're completely like, changing the playoff format. Carry on. Yeah. And they did that. I, they kind of did that in baseball with the wild card thing, but every time baseball tries to change something, it turns into a Nationals news story. Well, so. I applaud Rob Manfred for moving the All-Star game out of Atlanta. Yeah. It took a lot of I, like I, first of all for who a guy cares about the all star game no n- no nobody should yeah for a a league you just have to take the all star game for what it is yeah which is you know just supposed money. to be fun and money and yeah. watch the best guys play and mess around for three hours but you know Rob Manfred has taken a lot of heat as the MO rightfully so as the major the commissioner of major he's, league baseball you, he's generally been horrible yes he's tone deaf. He doesn't understand where the game is going and where the viewership of the game is yes. going. He doesn't, I mean, the fact that I've seen so many tweets complaining about the MLB app about, like, I can't so watch bad. my team. Speaking of that, Bally Sports Detroit, do, do you, not on Hulu. Do you want me to go down? Like, I'll let you finish with your Manfred yes, thing. Yes, let I, me finish with the Manfred yeah. thing, and then you can. I'll give you the, the floor for Bally Sports Detroit. I know you don't like the score bug. Is that is that where you're going with that? No, there's other things. Okay. It's not even about ballet sports. Oh, okay. Um, but good for you, Rob Manfred. If Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia, is going to sign a law that makes it harder for people of color to vote, to vote then your big event should not be in their state. And the fact that like he's listening to players. Like, yeah. It was the players and... Good I, for you. Yeah, that's and what a good commissioner can, does. Part of the reason why... Um, the all-star game this year was going to be in Atlanta was to honor Hank Aaron. Yeah. And you can honor Hank Aaron wherever you need. Yeah. Just play like, the game Hank in Aaron, Milwaukee. Hank Aaron. Yeah. Play it in Milwaukee. Yeah. Hank Aaron is probably, would probably want to be honored by respecting voting rights for yeah. people of Georgia, you know? Sure. So good for you, Rob Manfred. You did, you did something right. I'm, I'm happy for you and proud of you. Before we go to a quick break, I have to talk about the Bally Sports right. Detroit thing. Cause I think this is like, this is another thing that kind of goes under the radar. So, yeah, no more Fox Sports Detroit. It's yeah. starting opening day. So, whatever. The store-bud stinks. It's horrible. I don't know why. For a baseball it's okay game, it's, for hockey. That, that, it's not bad I for hockey. I watched a period of a Red Wings game, and I was like, oh, this isn't bad. Basketball, basketball, it's not horrible either. It's not like old-school like CBS and ESPN vibes. I think that's what they're going for, yeah. But for baseball, Ooh, it's horrific. Tough. You need the corner like store bud for baseball. Yep. You just need it. I, 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 whatever. That's not my like big issue. Is YouTube TV, Hulu, Valley Sports Come Detroit. On. Figure it out. This is me every three weeks. Yeah. I gotta go on Reddit, go on some sketchy website yeah. to watch you my Detroit. Pick Tigers. up a couple viruses on your out. computer. Figure it out. I, I'm gonna do this every week. I'm gonna. It's me, Ryan Collins, for five minutes just yelling. About the fact that I can't watch the Pistons, Tigers, or Red Wings. I can't watch any of them. Yeah. So stupid. Sorry. And it's, you know, it's our friends at Sinclair Broadcasting Group, too, that they're, yeah. they're well, like. Well, it's their, I, I, it's both of them. But still, can we figure it out? Can we stop being so greedy and selfish? Yeah. I need my Tigers. And, <sighs> you know, honestly, once I graduate and move into my own place, I'm probably going to keep the cord. I, dude, if this doesn't this get figured great out, discussion. great discussion. If this doesn't get figured out, like if Hulu can't give me my teams, what's the point? Why? The thing why? About, like, 
The tar- and I, you know, I'm so tired of being on in group messages or on Twitter or something and having something ruined for me Dude. because of stream delay. Like, Dude. if we're going to stream, why do we have to have a delay? It doesn't make any sense. I No one has justifiably told yeah, me why. Why? It doesn't make any sense. The internet me. should be faster, yeah. right? No, and, and my buddy's like, I, I, I'm Ugh. friends with a bunch of huge sports fans, but like, there's. Yeah. And, oh, and, like, and, and you get the text immediately. Yes, immediately. And you're like, dude, last night, Joey, Joey Ellis, Joey Ellis in the Impact Group Me uh, sends, oh, oh my goodness, or something. I didn't know what happened in the Gonzaga game. I look at my phone, I look up, Juzang's laying it in. I'm like, oh, we're going to double. O-. I'm like, I thought Joey was just yeah. like reacting to double overtime. I'm like, oh, we're going to overtime. Nice. So then I look down, I look back up, and then we bank it in. Not we, Gonzaga banks it in. I'm like, I just it, want a clean slate. Make, no, and the thing about it, it's like, if you're not like us, who yes. are just like so locked into yes. the game and actually care yes. about like the game, you really, it doesn't matter. No, but like, if for you're people casually, like us. Like, but for me, when I'm watching a Michigan State game and I got my brother texting yes. me, he's like, what's Rocket doing? And then the next possession, he throws it in the 10th row. I'm like, well, that was not cool. Yeah. I didn't like that at all. And then I'm like <laughs> getting mad at them for texting me. I'm like, I am way behind. Respect the pause. I always text that to my friends. I'm like, respect, respect the pause. Respect the stream. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I don't know. I don't know. This is, this is got me all flustered. I'm all <gasps> mad. But like, just figure out. I, I can live with the stream delay if I can watch the Tigers. Sorry. Yeah. You know, we out. can't have both. We can't n- both simultaneously not have the Tigers and see whatever's happening 45 seconds after the rest of the world that didn't yeah, cut the Yeah, just give me court. one of them. Give me one of them. Figure it out, Bally Sports, Sinclair, and Hulu. Yes. And YouTube TV and whoever else. Yes. Correct. Anyway. Well, we got the Sparty Awards next. What not to do on the golf course as the weather's getting warmer. We have a lot of thoughts for you, so stick with us. It's Green and White. Ranger Station. Yeah, hi. I'd like to report a bear sighting, as in Smokey Bear. We were about to head home after a bonfire, and Smokey said the fire wasn't actually out. He said if it's too hot to touch, it's too hot to leave. Did you know that 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans? No kidding. I'm a forest ranger. We never kid. Sorry. Kidding. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. He's going to have to throw downfield. He's got Brandon Boyer right in his face. Thrown down towards the field. Well short of the end zone. Going to get batted down. Michigan State wins. 21-17. They stole that over the field in Michigan Sports. Now that we have your attention, volunteer positions are always open with the Impact Sports team. Get experience covering Michigan State athletics and producing sports content, including articles, podcasts, videos, live play-by-play, and so much more. No prior experience is needed. Visit impact89fm.org slash volunteer for more information. Join the team at Impact Sports. Sports! The music that, that, that matters. Come up in the spot looking extra fly. For the day I die, 
The Sparty Awards on this Easter Sunday. Nice and warm, about mid-50s, getting into the 60s. It's going to be high 60s, all 70s this week. A little bit a little bit of rain this week. But so with the Masters coming up next weekend and amateur golfers across this state and this region hitting the golf course again, we thought that it was important this week to provide to our listeners some tips about what not to do when you when you hit the golf course again in this spring season, Collins. Um, as a guy who I haven't golfed yet, which I really? by this time of year I usually golf. You're right? a, you're more of a golfer than me. Yes, you're better than me. I play a lot. But, you do play um, a lot. Um, I at this time of year though. I'm at the. I do this mental gymnastics every single year. I'm like, I'm not playing until I can like go to the range or something, right. and then I play once, and then I'm addicted. Exactly. I'm like, I, I gotta get out. Gotta get out. Yes. Gotta get better. Whatever. But like this time of year of golf is, I hate it. I despise you it. You don't like this time? Not once it like like, like in this two weather, weeks. You mean the weather stinks because yeah. it's usually just windy. True. It's cold. You never really can get out anywhere. It's like no carts ever. I'm like, no thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I, my first round of the year was yesterday. Yesterday morning at Meridian Sun Golf Club in Hazlitt, Michigan. No, we had plenty of carts available. Okay. Um, mid forties, sunny but windy. It was. I, I don't hate it when it's like cold, but when it's windy, it's almost. Unbearable. I took my. I could not get comfortable. Like I had like kind of a pullover on, and I also had like a windbreaker coat. Yeah. And when I had the windbreaker coat on, my mobility in the swing was hindered. There's no. But there, but also no perfect science. And then to I it. took off the coat, and I was. Freezing, you know, you take off in the golf yeah. cart and you got the the natural wind and you're just you're freezing. There's so it no, was tough. No perfect. Science. It was tough. I did break fifty though, which I was happy about for I'll my first that. round of the year, especially off considering the start I got off to. The driver was working okay, which is not common. Not yeah, not the case. I was good on the greens, saved a few strokes putting. So you know, could have been worse. But what, what's it called? How weird is it that the Masters is next week? I know five months. It seems like we're just we just saw Dustin Johnson with his green jacket. It's bizarre. Speaking of Dustin Johnson in his green jacket, they just you know however year it's such a rite of passage for the Masters that the previous champion has they host a dinner in honor of the previous champion. The yep, previous champion picks dinner. picks the menu. Um, Dustin Johnson pretty standard filet mignon for the for the main course, but. These are the two appetizers that kind of stuck out to me. Pigs in a blanket and corn fritters. Yeah. First of all, pits in a blanket. I'm not buzzering pits in a blanket. I couldn't find a proper horn to express the gratitude I have oh, for pits in a blanket. So only corn fritters. I don't know then. what corn yeah, fritters I, are. I know about apple fritters. Corn fritters? I love an apple fritter. Whew. What is a corn fritter? I don't know. Do you want me to look it up? Please. I'm going to look it up right now. What do you, what, anyway. What's your guess, though? Uh, some type of like cornbread, but like in a different if form. If it's like cornbread, I'm in because cornbread's fire. I like cornbread, yeah. But if it's some type of some variation of cornbread, is my guess. I take everything back. I said these things look fire. What describe it to me? We're not in the same room, by the no, way. To yeah, our they're listeners. not. Um, it looks kind of like. There's one way where it kind of looks like a pancake, but like made Ooh. out of a cornbread type of thing. Mm. But it's like fr- it looks. But there's another way where it's like a torn fritter. It's like it's kind of got like a nugget look to it, but it's like yeah. corn. Uh, so okay. I'm assuming it's gonna be like cornbread. 
Okay. It's probably not cornbread, though. It's probably got corn inside, right? I'm in on it. They look fire. I don't care. Okay, I'm okay with corn fritters. You know, I'm all for being all folksy, all pigs in a blanket, but this is the masters. Oh, my God. Tell, give me a break. Pigs in a blanket. It's a pigs Augusta in a blanket. National. It's fire. Mm. I, I, it's fire for your backyard barbecue, but the Masters Champions Dinner? I, Come I, on. What? It, okay. I, I'm not. This is not pigs in a blanket hate. It's just know your audience and know where you are. You don't like the dipability of a pigs in a blanket no, I never at a said nice that. event. At a nice event? What nice event have you been to that has pigs in a blanket? I don't know. I would like to go to a nice event with pigs in a blanket. <laughs> but what, what do you consider? But what, what do you want? You you want some like uh, some caviar? Like what are we yeah, doing no, here? No, no, I don't want. I just want like you know some mushroom stuffed mushrooms or some some crab soup. I don't know. Some soup. Well, it's a it's That's a, a part it's of a, like the course. I feel like the appetizers like. You got Freddie Couples chatting over there with Lee Trevino, and they're just they're throwing a couple they're throwing a couple pigs in a blanket oh, in there. That's good. You know what I mean though? They're like you're not. That's like not the part of the meal where you're just like sitting down. If it's like a sit down appetizer, maybe I would that's, have a problem with it. Which is what it is. Are you sure? Yes. I think that's more of like okay, these are the hors d'oeuvres. No, it's and a, then you no, got no, an no, no, no. It's not like. The, the Masters Champions dinner is not a I'll buffet. Have to, I'm going to like, do some serious research. It's not on a what... buffet. Well, I feel... Yeah, it's like they... a five-course meal. But you th- they're not just sitting at the table the whole time. This is a weird argument. They're not Let's... just sitting at the table. What else are they doing? They're they're chatting what, around. They're mingling. mingling. That's before the dinner. Once you they're sit just down, saying, ha, ha, once... Rory sucks. <laughs> All the old guys are like saying that. They're just once, loving it. Once butts are in chairs, we should not be having pigs in a blanket. Anyway. Okay. I just get back on track here. The Sparty Awards this week, what not to do on the golf course. Do we have a drop for Sparty Awards? We do, but we're not going to do it because the names are not accurate. And we oh. decided a couple weeks ago we were going to get over that. So, so we, we got to make a new one. We're moving on and up in the production of Green and White Report. Here. Maybe a little bit down, but we'll take it. Sure. Yeah. Well, without Hank, you know. Yeah, well, it is what it is. It is what it is. Okay, so this week's award- version of the Sparty Awards, what not to do on the golf course, okay? Um, and, of course, this... This is a, a gender-neutral Sparty Awards. I'm each each uh, award has the word "guy" at the end, but obviously gender-neutral. Here we go. Fifteen practice swing guy. Don't, you don't be, like that. No. If you need practice, if you it. need a bunch of practice swings, go to the range. Well, it's not even that. It's just like keep it moving. What what are these the, seven extra practice swings going to do for you on this shot? Nothing. Well, I, I, are you a practice swing guy? Just in general, I don't take practice. Swings. I take like two tops. I'll do the little thing where you like kind of like, you know, how Ricky does a little waddle yeah. before he hits. I do something like behind the ball where I just kind of soft little swing and then I go up and hit it. I like to keep it moving though, in general. No, you have to. Like, I'm just a person that's always, even though I'm not in a hurry, I always feel like I need to be in a hurry. Yes. So I, I just like to keep it moving. The worst is the 15 practice swing guy who's like, hey, guys, you got to pick it up. Yeah, yeah. He's like, guys, pick it up. I'm like, dude. Yeah, guys, we got to keep moving. I'm like, you're over your 60-degree wedge in this sand trap for about 10 minutes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Um, Bums, balls, and tees guy. Be prepared. If you're going to golf, you need to be prepared. But bums, balls, and tees guy is usually horrible and is like – Never played, so I'm not, and I'm like, okay, here, here's my noodle. I'm not gonna hit it anyway. Know what I mean? Because you always got golf balls in your bed, like at least for me, that I won't hit. True. They're just like crap. Are, are you a Pro V1 guy? 
Uh, are you a, are you a golf ball snob? I am the opposite of a golf ball snob. If I it's am a round, golf ball snob. If it's round and white, it's good enough for me. I'll say this: it depends. If I'm playing like in a, some sort of competitive setting, let's say the same play with just like buddies, like it's whatever. I'll just use whatever ball there is. But I usually working at a golf course for three oh, years. Oh, that's true. I'm able to find some balls yes. when I work. So I'll we'll be, get there. Get some pro V's and like whatever TP fives. But if I'm trying to play like a competitive round, the golf ball matters. Not okay. to be that guy. Not to, not to tell you the science of a golf ball, but it matters. So, yeah, I'm kind of a golf ball snob. Fair enough. Uh, keeps track of other people's score better than his own guy. Well, are are we going to get into the – well, I got some too, so I'll, I'll, I'll lay him out once Please. you throw yours. But that guy is directly correlated with playing with a cheater, though. Sure. Usually it's the guy – It's like, yeah, usually yeah, the guy a five there. I'm like, you hit two OB, dude. Yeah. You know, it's usually. I usually don't. Do you say anything? No, it's such a tough it's not conversation. That big, it's not yeah. that big of a deal to me, unless you're playing for money or something. Right. Um, I understand keeping track of the of the other person's score if you're playing for money. But if you're like, if I say, "Hey, I got a six and you you're like, "Oh, uh, I thought you had a seven and then you're like, "Ah, I had a four when you actually had a six. Like, you can't be you can't be that guy. Well, I get it because like if you're the guy, you're like, dude, just give me because the worst it's like. It's like, dude, just give me a seven. You're like, actually, dude, you got an eight. I'm like, thanks, dude. Yeah. It's not, I, I already <laughs> Thank don't you feel so much. <laughs> I already don't feel great about that quick hook I had off the tee <laughs> and then shanked the, my yes. my second shot into yes. the woods. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, That would have been so good if, guy. Like, that would have been so good if the wind wasn't blowing. That would have been so good if it didn't hit that tree. That would have been so good if I just would have got under it a little bit more. No, but that's like, like obviously it would have been yeah. better if you would have hit it better. That's also like directly correlated to the guy. It's like, how does it not sit down? I'm yeah. like, sorry, dude, you're in three inch rough. You're playing in <laughs> downwind. That's not gonna sit down. Can you relax? So like, I, I, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. That's a great ball. I'm like, no, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't a great ball. Ah, oh, if that, if that big branch of the tree that I just hit my last shot underneath I'm like, Sorry, wasn't dude, there. You're in the woods. That's yeah. why you hit a tree. Yeah. That that guy kills me. Uh, fish, fishing slash searching for balls guy. If dude. there are people behind you, like spends goes way off the. He's in the fairway, but we're by some woods. He goes off into the reservation to be like, I'm gonna find some pro v ones over there. Yeah, that that's like, a big. No. That's a big group, and that usually it's a big that's, group. that usually skews. I think you're an older demographic, more more like the older men, the older woman, are the people who got that big machine where they're just yeah, rolling yeah, it out yeah. constantly. It's taking like ten minutes. Long, yes. Yeah. To but, search, and especially in those man-made ponds where there's yeah. not a lot of wildlife, where the where the, you can kind of see the ball in there. Yeah, they're like, I can get it. I, get I, it. I see. I see my top flight yep. right there. I, I see my. I see my Nike Soft Power Pro. Yeah, so I got my mojo that I lost God. here three three and a half weeks ago. What's uh, it called? I, I but I kind of like like the one guy who like finds a ball and is so fired up. Yeah. Like oh, he, he's like I have one for the next hole now. He said, like, Woo, it broke even. Like he's like <laughs> fired up about that. I'm like, I love guys like that when I draw off with them. Yes. Um Leaves Wedge by the green guy. Uh that's everyone though. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I'm we've all so, been there. I'm so conscious of it now because I used to do it so much when I was younger and I have to go back to 15. I think my dad would rend my neck when I would do that. Oh, that's, Kelly Collins. That's I, I'm not going to I'll say this. Maybe the most terrifying thing to say during a golf round to anyone, anyone. in the cart. Dude, uh, I, I left, left my dude, wedge. It's like, dude, I left my wedge on eight. You're like on the 12th hole. You're like, 
you're like, dude, are you kidding? Like, you're like yelling at him for no reason. He already feels bad enough. You're like, yes. This is why we can't take you anywhere, Ryan. I'm like, I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know for a fact that Joe Dandron was listening earlier. He's that guy. He leaves his wedge. Oh, every time. He seems like that. Yes. Um, doesn't replace Divot's guy. That one. Have some respect for the course you're playing. Have some respect for the game. I. What's it called? For a lot of the places, they got the little divot, like, repair stuff that you just you, you fill yes, in the divot especially with. especially in the cart. Yeah. They make it so easy for you. Working at a golf course and realizing how long maintenance guys work on divots in the fairway, I will forever replace my divots. And for the fact, like, you don't want to, like, say someone's like, first of all, if you land in a divot, everyone's going to let you pull it out. Like, we're not playing on the PGA Tour. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we'll get over it, but, like... If someone's playing a tournament they land in a divot, that is arguably the worst. That's actually the stupidest rule in golf, I actually think. If you hit the ball in the fairway and it's in a divot, you can't move it. I really think that's stupid. There are a lot of stupid rules in golf. No, but I I think that's like also numero not, uno. not being able to ground your club in a sand trap kills I kinda me like too. I like that. Do you? I like that. Why? I don't know. It it makes it so I mean, in the pro game the guys are so good that it doesn't matter, but like for an amateur, it, it's an actual penalty to hit it in the sand trap. Know what I mean? Like I feel like you definitely able, is for me. Definitely ground your club. I feel like it's gonna be more. Also, action. amateur. I am. A, yeah, I'm an amateur. 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 Hmm. I feel like golf. They say amateur all the time. There's so you amateur. Just, you say you say the word differently depending on what how you're having the conversation. I feel like you do. Yeah. All right. Um, I definitely do. You say he he won the medal for the best amateur at the U.S. Open, but if I'm like he's an amateur. I'm talking about like the NCAA basketball. Sure. Um, this is one of my favorite ones on the list. Needs a precise yardage guy. Oh, that's me. You don't hit your clubs that consistently, pal. Not to be cocky, but not, I'm, I'm I, not talking about you in general. I'm just talking about like guy. You know, I got my one. What are we at? 127. Oh, that's uh, that's a nine iron because if I'd be at 129, it's an eight iron. Like, come I, on. Do you have a gun? Do you have like a laser? I don't, but I have an app. Yeah, I like you. Got to know the general. Yes, because, because there's there's a lot of places now that don't have stones. True, which has kind of happened ever since stones, which mark the yardage yeah, on sorry. the fairway for people that don't know. I don't have a gun, but I play with a lot of people who have. Like they got the range finder, got the lasers. There's no better feeling. You feel like you're on the PGA tour when you're like, hey, can you give me a laser? You're taking a practice shot. You're like, you're like, ah. 127 into the wind, yeah. little left to right. I just hit a little baby draw up there. Let the wind carry it. And, like, you think you're Tiger Woods, like, before the shot, and then you just duff it. Yeah. It's like – and that's also really I mean, it, that's I, also really tough when you go, hey, uh, hey, can can you get me a number here? And the guy's like, yeah, 134. And you're like, oh, that's my 8-iron. Then you hit your 8-iron, like, 80 yards. It's like, oh, that was a really big waste of time. That, that one – I, you probably have this. I haven't looked at the doc, but the my number one guy. I hate to like cut you off, but guy who waits for like two. It's two fifty into yes! the green. I don't have that, but I should have. That's so, so good. It's like two fifty in the green. It's like, say I don't know, man. I've been hitting my three wood great recently. I'm yeah. like, dude, it's up. You're they're safe. You're like, not gonna it, hit it, them. And like, and there's like someone behind you generally, and you just wait, and it's like quick hook. Like, yeah. not even close. And, like, that's, like, one of those scenarios. I'm not a guy who hits into people. No, 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 but no. But, like, that's explainable. Yes. Hey, I it's just, like, I'm hey, so I just sorry. hit one 270. I never do that. Yeah, I'm sorry. And, like, and people but, like, like he, to overestimate themselves. Like, oh, 
man, I really get a hold of this driver downwind. It's going 290. It's like, well, no, I'm it's a, not. I, I, it's just not. You're, as Collins likes to say, an amateur golfer. Amateur. Amateur. Amateur but golfer. I Yeah. I, those are like that's the worst off the tee. Is like, can I hit? I'm like, yeah, you can hit. It's 350. Do you think you're <laughs> DJ? Like, let's go. Do you let's think get you're Bryson here? Um, I hate Bryson. Oh, uh, we'll talk about. Uh. We'll we'll talk about the Masters coming up. Uh, slow pace of play group. That's a no brainer. I mean, that kind of loops in with a few of the other ones. 15 practice swing guy, fishing for ball guy. If slow pace of play, you just gotta keep it moving, man. You just the, gotta. The best thing about working at a golf course too is like I I would go and ranger every once in a nice. while. Nice. And when get you ranger, people. when you ranger, it's usually an older guy. It's like a guy. It's like I do this for fun. I get free golf sure. out of it. Like sure. whatever. I'm retired. When a younger guy goes out and tries to tell an mm, older group of men to that's speed up their pace of play, usually accompanies a lot of problems. So Are, what do you you're know? Speaking from experience, there I, I guess. Yes. It's like, what, it's, do you see the other group ahead of us? I'm like, dude, there's three holes in between you guys. I'm sorry. There's seven groups behind you. Can you speed it up a little bit? He's like, how dare you? How dare, I'm going to report. I'm like, dude, I feel like this is I've been just coming a, to this country club for yeah, 19 like, years. He's like, I've been coming to Fieldstone since it was called Arrowhead. How dare you yeah. do this to me? I'm like, okay, sorry. Uh, doesn't know any etiquette rules. Okay, so well, let, me preface, just, let uh, me preface this by saying... When I golf with somebody, I don't expect it to be like the Masters. Like I'm no, not, yeah. I'm not going to be a perfect etiquette golfer either. But when you don't know any rules, or you know, like the unwritten rules of baseball, it's kind of like the unwritten rules of golf. You know, you don't talk during the guy's backswing. You you watch the other person's ball. That's the one that doesn't happen the most. Soon that as, one's bad. As soon as we, as soon as we hit, and I'm sound like such a boomer here. As soon as we hit, we go on our phone. We don't watch the other guys. Oh, where'd that one go? That, it's part when you're golfing with somebody. It's part of your responsibility to watch the other person's ball and give them somewhat of an idea of where their ball is. But that is the only time I will generally get mad at people when I'm playing golf. When you when they don't watch. No, when other than the person who's like, "Hey, can you pick it up?" When I know I'm not the problem, that will right. get me mad. But if someone on my like, head, do you guys see that? They're like, "Oh, sorry, wasn't watching." Yeah, it. Exactly. I'm like, I'm like, sorry, Dad, I just watched your like 225 butter cut down the fairway into the sun, but you can't watch my ball. That's flaring, <laughs> like flaring 50 yards right. That is the only time I'll get mad. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta and in watch. the next couple holes, I'll be like, no, I don't know. I, I'm just a baby about it. I'm like yeah. a brat. I'm like, yeah, I'm not watching your ball. Yeah. You don't watch mine. Hey, you see that one? Oh, it's probably by that tree. Yeah. Like whatever. Maybe. Drop them off at like the pond. I'm like, yeah, I'll see you at the yeah, green. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, grab your, grab your putter. Cause you're going to need it. Um, I love the drab your putter guy. Yeah, grab I'm, your, a, I'm a drab hey, your putter guy. You got your clubs? All right, I'm going. No, no but that, it's not, that's not even like it's just like the dumbest reminder. Especially if you play enough golf, you like you know I'm gonna take my wedge and putter at the same time. But you're like, hey, you got all your stuff? You good? You good? Okay. You need anything? I'll get it for you at the dream. <laughs> and, and like, don't know what I mean? I love that. I love saying that. Um, a few other. I got honors on the tee, like. You know, you don't that, need one's, honors. that one's a little that one's a little extreme. I'm a ready golf guy. Yep. Get, ready golf. Go ready play. Go. Sure. I, I'm go all play. in for that. Um people that you know, just like walk in your putting line. I this is a hot take. I honestly don't think it affects your No, ball. it doesn't, but it's just etiquette. No, I get that. And, and especially now since everyone has soft spikes, True. I think the general consensus on most golfers now, especially if you're like a casual golfer. You don't have spites, and no one has metal spites anymore. So it's not like you're actually – like, there's a couple spites that people wear that, like, could affect your putt. Like, 
but generally it doesn't matter. But it's just like the alphaness of walking in some someone's line is something I kind of like. I think it's kind of funny. Also, people... Like, I would love to see Bryson do that to DJ in, like, match yeah. play. Ooh. That would be insane. Ooh. It would be fistfight. Yeah. It would be unreal. That wouldn't... Another thing is when I'm not on the green and the people that are on the... When I'm, like, chipping to come onto the green and the other people that are on the green are already putting. Like, come on. Just just give me a second. I'm going to get it under control here. Just be patient. <laughs> come on. Um, That's about all I have for what not to do on the golf course Keep just. I'm sure you have a few more accounts, but I keep those lot. keep those in mind, people. The best. Don't be. Don't worst, be an ass on the course. The one. This is more like guy at the golf course. I love the guy. I'm this type of guy too. Who gets to the pro shop and he's like, "Ooh, I like that hat. I'm like, should I buy that hat?" And you just never buy it, right? And you and like the whole round, the whole round, you're like, "Dude, I should get that hat. It's sick." It and everyone's sick. like, "Dude, just buy it. If you want it, go buy it." I'm like. You're right. You're right. I'm going to go buy it. Don't buy it. I'm like, and then you're just in the car. You're like on your way home. You're maybe going to stop, get something to eat with your friends. And they're like, I do that hat. They're like, dude, just buy it. Just buy it. That's I'm a big guy like that. Hats and pro shops are stupidly overpriced though. Well, pro shops are like, I think going to a golf pro shop, I would rather go there than, I don't know. It's like Candyland for me. You'd rather go to the pro shop and pay extra for something you can order online. Yeah, but, like, there's a special feeling of buying, okay. like, it's like, hey, give me a sleeve of Provies at the desk. And you're like, ooh, what is that? What's that behind the counter? Is that a new type of tea? Ooh, I like that. It doesn't break? No way. It doesn't I'm like, break. You're, like, fired up. You're like, I got this tea at Meadowbrook, whatever. Awesome. I've had it for two weeks. It's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, I, I cut at the ball, and that thing doesn't break. Yeah, awesome. Are you a gadget guy when it comes to golf? Absolutely the opposite of a gadget guy. Okay. So you don't like the suit, like the, the weird, like chip, like the, like the, I'm trying to say, like paid for TV commercials. Oh God, no. Where it's like, I'm also this. like terribly cheap. That's fair. So I, if it's not necessary, then it's not in my bag. Yeah. I, I Yeah. So you're not, you're not at like a, I'm trying to alignment stick guy at the range. Absolutely not. I ain't. I'm it not probably either. would help me. No, it does help you. It does, Stuff but. like that would totally help my game, but because I'm too cheap or think I, oh, I can figure this out. I'm like uh, too arrogant or stubborn to like say to like you know I uh, maybe need some help here. Well, that kind of loops in with another person, like the unrealistic person yes. who's like, if I just play a little bit more, dude, I think I could shoot. I could fire an eighty-two. No, no, I'm you like, can't. I, I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, like, sorry, Jimmy, you just can't. I'm like, you're you're hitting a seventy-five-yard slice. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. Until that gets figured out, you're not shooting anything where near that. You're not. You're not breaking the triple digits. I'm just, the best, uh, like I see all these because when you're like a cart boy at a. Oh yeah. They come in and I. You know. And of course, this is first of all. This is the conversation every single kid that works at a golf course has with someone coming in. How'd you guys play today? Yeah. Good. Yeah. So be- better than a day at the office. <laughs> Have a good one. And you're as you're washing their clubs, you're trying to be so polite. You're like, okay, is this guy to give me a five or two? And then he just is like, here, do you, you want my Gatorade that's half drinking? Yeah. No, I don't. I want mo- monetary value. Yeah, yeah. So, no, because because what I wanted no, to do you. today is clean your golf clubs for half a bottle of Gatorade. That's I woke up today and was it, like, you know, that that's is, what I want to do. It's sneaky scummy though because oh yeah, everyone who golfs is like, I can just clean my clubs at home. Don't clean them. 
But like, as someone who was in, you, you got to kind of be a scumbag and just go up there and clean them without anyone asking. You're like, so how's your day, sir? Or yeah. something. I don't know. Tough. I'm trying to think. Do you got any more? Uh, you know, you could, there's a couple variations of the ones that I could, that I yeah. had, but. You didn't have range guy. Oh, true. I love the range shot. I'm kind of a range guy too. Where you, they get off to the T, they're like in the second hole, they're like, God, man, I was piping my driver. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I was, I mean, it was just pounding it on the range. I don't know what happened. I, I'm, I've, I've have, you know, I say that don't be this guy. I've probably been this guy for. No, at, I've been at almost ha- all these all of, at, at one point or another. So you know, I'm I'm talking to myself here, but I've I've totally that I've totally been the guy that's like, I get out to the third hole, I've hit three slices with my seven iron in a row. God, I am the best range golfer out here. I've first of all, the best thing about the range guy too. There's always like the range guy. Every single time he doesn't get to hit range balls before he golfs, I wasn't he, warmed up. He's like, I mean, I just need range balls, you know? I, it gets me loose, you know? It, it is what it is. I'm sorry. And th- and then that correlates with the guy who's like, I don't play a breakfast ball. Sorry. I'm like, dude, that, that that's just I'm how like, you play. Yes. I'm like, Let's, and, I'm like, take two off the first. Dude. Okay. He's like, no. So, is that in the USGA rules? Oh. Didn't think so. So when if you do, if you hit, you like pipe your tee shot on the first first uh, hole, do you... Are, do you play where you hold on to your breakfast ball? You have to. So on the like the third hole, when you duff it, you're like, I didn't use my breakfast ball in the no, first no, one. Give me the no. second one. Well, what's it called? I play with someone who calls it a dinner ball. Dinner. Okay, that's good. I haven't heard that. A dinner ball, pretty funny, but um, no, that it's only a one time thing. One first t- tee. Oh, only the first tee. Oh, I or, thought you said that you do do no, that. No, 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 no. I thought you meant like uh, if you pipe your first drive, you just pit. You're like that. I'm just gonna use that. I'm not gonna hit two. Oh, see. I try to save it. If I if I hit a good one off the first tee or a, even a suitable one, I'm like. Then I get to the second hole. I'm like, duff well, it. I'm like, oh well. Well, sometimes when you play with guys, you're like, okay, we're all gonna play by the same set of rules. Like, you get two off the first, one mulligan, something like that. Sure, you, you can do that. But I, I, I think it, it feels wrong to be like I didn't use my breakfast ball. It I probably is wrong. Yeah, probably a little bit. But I still do it. Um, let me think. The there's so many. There's oh, the Ricky Fowler, the guy who shows up in all orange. Yeah, or like Puma. It's like a forty-five year old dude with oh. a beer belly trying oh. to wear what Ricky Fowler wears. Yeah. He's just a cut up, like thirty-two yes. year old guy yes. who's made to play golf. On the other end of that spectrum, guys that show up just completely sloppy to the golf course. I yeah, that, this is it's another fine boomer if take. they're good. This is another yeah, fine if they're good. This is another boomer take though. Have have some respect. Don't. Sh- Wear shorts with pockets. Wear a belt. Well, how, what's your take on people wearing denim to the golf course? Oh, can't. No. It's absolutely just a bad not. Look. I, like, I don't care, but, like, have some self-respect. Have like, some like, respect for the golf course and for the game. It's not even that. Like, I like dressing up for golf. It's, like, the only thing I like to do. Yes. It's like I, I feel I, like I'm, I can really show my style. I feel like I, you know? I, it's not even that. It's just, like, I'm tighter. I get to the tee and I feel like tighter. I'm like, okay, two seventy cut coming right down the middle right yeah. here. I got all these I got all these different colored golf pants. A lot you have to. Like, I wanna wear them, you know? You and then yeah. and then buddy on the tee in front of me is in denim shorts and a shirt that from nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, but that it's a it's a tricky game because when you get into like the over forty five like pool. 
Like you got the wacky like outfit person. Yep. You you got like the lady who wears like a weird like visor hat that has hair on it, even though she has hair. <laughs> you're like, what is going on, miss? I don't know why you're what? wearing this. You no, know I'm saying like that. There's with the whole like attire. Oh my god, I could talk about this all day. This is on like. Well, you have more firsthand experience well, with because yeah. of working in a golf. I've never worked at a golf course. I've just observed people while playing. My three biggest like knowledge things that I say I'm the strongest like I should talk about in the world is probably this. Michigan State cafeterias, <laughs> and then maybe like Michigan State basketball. Just I just uh, no I, like. Do you have any swipes left? Oh, I had I had used a swipe this morning. Did you? I was at Case Cafe for breakfast. No it was way. Fantastic. God, I might need to. I I have so many. I, I I need to use like two a day before I graduate to use them all up. My one of my roommates, Joey, always talks about. He's like, dude, we should just do a podcast about MSU calves. I would love to do one. I think there would be ten listeners, but I would enjoy. Every hour and a half, I would do that because I'd just be like, hour and a half. Yeah, because I'd be like, what do we think about the Mexican place at Brody? Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. That's totally the right take about that. Yeah, I know. It's just like, it's like, is home style the best place? Best place at Brody when it's going right? It might be when it's going right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they have good days, they have bad days. They do. Everyone has good and bad days. You just got to catch them all on the right day. But anyway, that's good. Sudden. That was a good. Those were the Sparty Awards. What not to do on the golf course. Keep that keep those in mind when you when you play your first rounds coming up, folks. That's that's this week's version of the Sparty Awards. We gotta we're gonna take one more break. We have Masters preview coming up, maybe some more NFL talk. This is the Green White Report. I know you're concerned about the coronavirus and we're working hard to combat its spread and keep your family safe, but we need your help too. Wash your hands often with soap for at least 20 seconds. Avoid touching your face and cough into your sleeve. Replace handshakes with an elbow bump. Avoid large crowds or events, and if you're sick, stay home and call your health provider. Every one of us can make a difference limiting the virus's spread and keeping Michigan healthy. Recording. <clears throat> Check one, two. Introducing the undercurrent. Undercurrent. The undercurrent. A 30-minute radio show produced by students at Michigan State University. Every Saturday at 10 a.m. and podcasted on iTunes at WDBM. 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 East Lansing. Lansing. East Lansing. Final segment here on this Easter Sunday afternoon from the beautiful campus of Michigan State University here on the Green and White Report. Eric Bach filling in for Trent Bally today. Ryan Collins back in the producer chair filling in for Henry Menigo. So all types of deck shuffling today. We just had a Sparty Awards segment about what not to do on the golf course. We've talked about March Madness. We've talked about the Tigers. We've talked about the college basketball coaching cycle. And now, this weekend, the Masters preview. I wish I had David Loggins, like Augusta, just pulled up. Yeah. Said Danny. Ray Charles. Georgia. I love that. I love that they do that. Georgia. That ESPN commercial is fantastic. 
Yeah. It gets me in the mood. I'm a like tradition unlike any other. The Masters. Has anyone CBS. else like fit better than Jim Nance in Augusta National? No. Those match they, should, they should bury him there. Okay, that's a little bleak. No, I'm I'm not saying it should anytime soon, whenever the day comes. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. He's I mean, he is like the ma know what I mean? He kinda like is the ma it's like Welcome in, friends. It's like, Dan Hello, friends. Jim Nance here from Butler Cabin. And it's like, we got uh, Sir Nick Faldo. He said, let me tell you why Bubba Watson stinks. And it's like, okay. <laughs> okay, so the Masters 2021, five months after the Masters 2020, after Dustin Johnson won in November, obviously no Tiger. What? Obviously no Tiger. <sighs> I know, sad. Sad. Very God. sad. Get better, Tiger. My guy. Thoughts and prayers to you, Tiger he's, Woods, I think he's our fine friends. Now. He's fine. I just hope he can golf again. I don't know. I just we'll hope see. he can golf again. I mean, he's again. so lucky. I, that is like oh. bizarrely horrible car crash, but whatever. Not talking about that. But the thought. Are, are you on the speed train? Because I think that's no. where everyone is. No. You're not there? No. I am. Of course you are. I'm not a speed guy either. I'm just saying, I, I'm buying into the hype coming into Adjusta. What is it? The Texas Open right now? I think it's a Valvero, yeah, something like the that. The Valvero Texas Open, something like that. But you know, Spieth's coming back. He's he's tied for the lead today, twelve under, at TPC San Antonio, the Valero Texas Open, by the way, Valero. Valero, okay. You know, like the Valero Alamo Bowl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Valero owns Texas. Um, Spieth. Uh, Charlie Hoffman in second at 10 under. They're off at 1.02 p.m. today. Watch that one on Golf Channel. Shout out my Golf Channel people. Um, you think Jordan Spieth is... I mean, I bet you you can get him at plus money. Like, a well, lot I mean, of everyone's going to be plus I, I, money. Like, big plus money, I mean. No, I think he's the fa- he probably is the betting favorite coming in. Are you kidding me? I guarantee it. You Not look DJ? It I, it's probably DJ and him. The way Spieth plays at Augusta, just in general, he's got that knack where, like, Phil had it, Tiger has it. Um, Brooks Kepka back from injury for the Masters, by the way. Yeah, but, like, he just – there's guys at Augusta who's like, it doesn't matter. Every year they're going to be in contention because they just know how to play. Brooks – I know Because knowing how to play Augusta actually matters. Brooks hasn't won the Masters, obviously, but has he won the other three? No, he hasn't won the, the Open. He's won the U.S. Open twice, yeah, no, and the PGA twice, twice, yeah, and so he so he still needs the Open and the Masters for the career. He, was one, slam. he came in second when Tiger won. Yeah, what about Rory? I the thing about Rory is, I in theory you're like he's just got to get it. He's gonna get the career Grand Slam. Has to. It's gonna happen, right? Choked away at Augusta multiple times. I at this point I'm just like I don't know, dude, because it's. He shoots himself in the foot every major. Every major, it's a front nine. It's like, oh, my God, Rory's five over. And then he furiously makes— I'm ma- like Saturday. You know, no, and then he furiously makes the cut and then gets a top ten somehow. Because he's when he's going, he's the most talented player in golf. You know what I mean? He does it for, like, every major now. It's bizarre, actually. Ever since, I think, 2014 when he won two majors in the same year, I think back-to-back with the Open and the PGA— he literally is the king of, oh, I just barely made the cut. I'm going to make a top 10 now. Yeah. I'm going to shoot seven under on Saturday. So you're saying that Rory needs to be better on Thursday. No, he, he does. It's just, uh, it, The front nine, I swear, he is, like the last three or four majors, I mean, they go to Royal Portrush at his 
home. It's basically like his home course in Northern Ireland. Yeah. And he fires like a, I think, plus six yeah. on the front line. I mean, a lot of pressure, but I'm just... Rory's had to be better off the gate. I like Rory, but I, he's got the vibe. It's like, it's kind of like with Ricky Fowler. It's like, everyone's like, he's going to get one of these majors. When he was playing really well, when he was doing all those top fives, guess what? He didn't, and right now, he doesn't look like he's going to get like a major anytime soon. It's kind of, it's like Tony Finau to me. I'm like, it, it, it's like, oh, Tony Finau is too good not to win. Are you sure? He hasn't won any of these, like... He's going to get one eventually. But, yeah. I, it's like, Probably well, I, this I, for year. Rory, I don't know. I don't think... I, 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 I have big doubts Rory wins a Masters. You mark Tony Finau down for one major this year. think so. I, he can't putt good enough. These are the Masters odds. Dustin Johnson, the favorite, at 9-1. to one. JT, Justin Thomas, 10-1. to one. What? Right? These are the odds. Okay, yeah, Justin sorry. Thomas. I'm, like, I'm just asking you questions middle of the show. What? I Sorry, I didn't pay attention. So, yeah, just <laughs> middle of the show. That's fine. Uh, DJ, 9-1. to one, JT, 10-1. to one, Bryson, 11-1. to one. John Rahm. It's another one. It's another name. I like Rahm. Uh, and he seen, I think he he's seemed to be in the mix at Augusta the he's last the three guy, years. I think Tony Finau's got a better chance of winning a major than him. Than Rahm? Yes. I think Rahm will win a major in the next two years. He's, yeah. a, he's a... He's good at all assets. Um, Spieth at twelve to one. Rory fourteen to one. Where's Morikawa at? I don't. Um, twenty eight to one. I would like those odds. What about Patrick Cantley? People say I look like him. You got a little Patrick Cantley look. Do to you, you think? A little bit. A little bit. Or do you play? Could, do you play as slow I, as he does? No, I'm I the can't. I, I wish can't. I looked and played like Patrick Cantley. Patrick Cantley plays maybe. The slowest golf I've ever seen. Him and Spieth. Yeah, I'm not a Spieth guy, but Spieth at this point is like, he's almost like Phil. He's the most entertaining person to watch True. on the tour. You're like, what is he going to do? Is he going to hit one 90 yards right? Or is he going to like hook one around a tree to like two feet and tap it? Know what I mean? Like Spieth's at that vibe to where it's like anything could happen on this hole. Yeah. Uh, and he talks about it too, kind of like Phil. Like you can just hear him. He's yeah. like, yeah, Mike, I don't know what we're doing with that. But like club choice, he's getting at yeah. it after his caddy. I love that. JT... Also won the players recently. JT, Don't forget that. I JT just seems like another guy. I mean, I don't. I don't know what his Masters record is. I don't think it's very good. No. I feel like he really hasn't been in the mix that much. He was in the mix on the Tiger Masters. Was I think he? I, he was a top ten. Yeah. I don't know. I especially with the Masters, it's like. I feel like every year it's a surprise. Yep, Xander Shoffley at twenty-two to one. Shoffley's awesome. Yep, he'll he's gonna get one this year too, I think. Uh, Brooks at twenty-five to one. Patrick, Don't take that coming off an injury. No, 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 no. He'll play well. He he'll be in the Mets. He'll be in the mix early, but I think he'll probably fade away. Patrick Reed and Morikawa are both twenty-eight. To I one. don't hate Patrick Reed. No, I hate Patrick Reed. Yeah, but I don't hate Patrick. He's Reed. had his time in the sun. It's done. No, he he's. He's a sneaky. Jason Day at forty-five to one. Well, he had a. There's about three years where he couldn't stay healthy. Last year he was actually really good. I know. Last two years actually he's been pretty solid. So I, I'm a huge J Day. I didn't guy. mean to cut you off about Reed. What did you? What were you gonna say? He's a good player. I was just gonna say it's whatever. Yeah. I mean, like he's so hateable. They're the U.S. teams that need him on the Ryder Cup. True. Just they're gonna be in big trouble if Sergio is gonna play like he is and Lee Westwood's gonna play like. Speaking he is. of Lee Westwood, thirty to one. He's been awesome. He's yeah. like he's been like top ten. The last Better like, than Finau at thirty three to one. I think Lee Westwood is probably maybe top five money earner so far this year on the PGA Tour. 
And like he's I he's put in like three top tens already this year. There's really no one else. No, Finau thirty three to one. Yeah, I don't know. Now, I, the master best part about the Masters is because it's like officially the start of spring for yes. me. Yes, because like March Madness, like there's usually like one or two days in the first, like the Thursday to Saturday, where it's like a nice day. Usually that first like yes. like for the March Madness, you're like, oh, I can kind of feel spring. But you, then you have like a setback, like we did this week, where it's like thirty for like the Sweet Sixteen. That was tough. Yeah, I feel like that happens every year. But in the Masters, it's like, oh, the weather's finally turned. We got Augusta on my screen, and I want to go out and play golf. Yeah. That's what I, I. That's why the Masters is my favorite, like sporting event. Probably not my favorite sporting event. It's the sporting event I would want to win more than any other sporting event. And the C, the announcers. That CBS rolls out, they're just so good. I miss Vern Lundquist a lot. Well, he's going to be there. I know he's on sixteen, but that's all. He, it's all he does now. I miss him on a CC football. He works four days a year in the sixteenth tower at Augusta National. That's all he does because he's the man. I Vern, I would die for Vern Lundquist. <laughs> I would, dude. The guy's unbelievable. He's in Happy Gilmore. Yep. He does the Masters. He was awesome on SEC football. He was, awesome. He was. He lost a step at the end. Yeah, but he's like he's like, oh no! Like he like he had a signature like touch that I don't think a lot of guys have anymore when my, it comes to my football. My favorite Vern Lundquist thing, because remember how the uh, the SEC on CBS's starting lineups were always presented by Chick Fil A. Yeah, and yeah, he would yeah. always be, and so the, the cow would come on the screen before they showed this. Yeah, and Vern would, that was a really Vern, good cow, by the way. Vern, so. yeah, that was really good. That wasn't a drop, by the way. That was no, actually, that was me. It was actually Collins making that noise. Um, he would, Vern would be like, and we say hello to the cow. Yeah, the Chick Fil A like, starting lineups. Like, that's just electric. No, he's fantastic. He's awesome on draft too. But um, I other than Masters, what's it called? Did we really get into the NFL free agency stuff? No, but I do want to talk about um. Justin Fields. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, what's your take? Do you think he should be second quarterback pick? Yes. Okay. I think Justin Fields is a better is a safer pick than Mac Jones. And from all indications of what Over I've Zach read, Wilson too. Yes. Okay. Of what I've read and what I've heard, um, the 49ers are leaning Mac Jones at three. So I, Trevor to Jacksonville at one. I don't. I don't see Matt Jones going three. I think that's too big of you a risk. You think Zach Wilson to the Jets at two? I wouldn't do that either. To be honest, I. What are they going to do with Darnold? I don't know. I I'm actually a Darnold guy. Me like, too. I, I don't think like he's gotten a fair shake yet. Like I feel like that's a guy you don't want to give up on just yet. Right. Because you're going to be like, do we? Why? Why do we do this? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's gonna they're like, going to trade him to Denver, and he's going to kill. Out there, yeah. So I, I wouldn't give up on Darnold. Yeah, I'm fine with them taking a quarterback. I just think Wilson's too big of a risk. At so two. if you're the Jets, are you taking Fields at two? If you're gonna take a quarterback, I would take Justin Fields. And then what do you trade Darnold for draft capital? Probably, yeah. I, I agree with your take that I think Fields is the second best oh, so quarterback the, in this draft. For those that don't know, Dan Orlovsky came out on Get Up on ESPN this week saying that he, teams are telling him that the word out of Ohio State is that Justin Fields is a last guy in, first guy out type of guy, which is a major red flag for teams that are going to spend a top five pick on a quarterback. Right? kind of got dunked on, though, a yeah. couple times about that. Are you a Dan Orlowski guy? 
most of the time. He can get on my nerves, though. I I can't stand him. Yeah. I can see you. He, he I can see you He's not liking him. Yeah, yeah. He's too positive for I my can liking. See, I can see you not liking him. But what's it called? Um, I. But Fields, I mean, you're talking about you, toughness like, and stuff. The what Fields did to Clemson in the college football playoff on with cracked ribs. Yes. I mean, come on. But what more does a guy have to show you in a, on the biggest stage? Well, his biggest red flag is that Northwestern game, and it's been widely talked about, like. And the Indiana game, if you watch that Indiana game too, when he got blitzed and had pressure in his face, he made some unexcusable throws. Which right. is but he literally in all the other games, like didn't turn it over. Like ever. Yeah. In all of his games as a starter. Like ever. Like I understand that those two games weren't great and but what he did in the playoff against Clemson to and to lead Ohio excuse me, to lead Ohio State to the championship game, they weren't ever going to beat Alabama. I just, I think that's got to be enough. Like, what the guy shows you on the field, don't don't overthink it. Somebody thinks that he's not a hard worker, guy on the field, what the guy shows you on the field has to matter more than what some guy says to Dan Orlovsky. Well, what's it called? I think like the big thing. This is just in any draft process. It's like the there's always a couple players. I think they overthink, and I really think Matt Jones is like a guy where it's like, now that we're getting farther further away, we're just kind of overthinking it. I do think he deserves to be a first round pick. I do think he deserves to go in the top fourteen. You give Justin Fields Alabama's receivers and offensive line. Well, I mean, Alave's not bad either. No, I'm just saying, Mac Jones. Mac Jones is I really good, Ma- I, I, but Mac I didn't Jones even know there was partially a contra- was a product of his environment. Yeah, the question is, do you think like four quarterbacks go bat to bat to bat? Because that's what they're projecting. It's I know. like it's like I think it goes Lawrence. obviously Lawrence and then Wilson and then either Fields or Lance and then they kind of flip it and then Matt Jones has been in that six to seven range. I saw McShay with Jones at three. I just. I don't know when that I he was awesome this year. So and, good. And the fact that like all these Alabama receivers are coming out and just be like, he's better than Tua. I think it's kind of mm. like opened up a lot of people's eyes. Like Devontae Smith and like Waddle going on the record, like, yeah, it's not even close. Matt Jones is better than Tua. I think it's like I think everyone's like, whoa, maybe we should not overlook this guy. But like, if you're just looking at the eye test, I trust Fields more. And and, and I what like in a pro cell system with a lot of Ohio State guys, you're maybe like, eh, I don't know if it could really work. I, I think Fields is made for today's NFL. I do too. Because he's he's not like a true, true runner. No, but, but he can pick, be. Yeah, but he can pick you up like a third down out of the pocket. You can also run some quarterback design plays for him. He can, uh, when, when, when you blitz him. And it breaks down. He, he wasn't can get great out. on the blitz this but year, but he though. can get out. Like no, he, I know he and Kyler Murray are very similar to me. I I look at him more like a Andrew Luck. Like he's really athletic. He's just an athletic huge guy. Yeah, like just a bit. It's like a he's a huge guy. And for him, what did he run at a four four? By the way, all these combine. I mean, the pro day things yeah. are, are juice. Are people like they're juicing? They, they gotta juicing. be cheating, right? No, they're juicing. How can people? Oh. How can people all of a sudden run four threes at 200 
forty pounds. It's just like the Florida. Like, pro- what? There, there's like a. I think it's like a drafted where it's like the Florida Pro Day. There's like three guys who run four three. I'm like, that's just not. That's just stupid. Not true. And then they're gonna get to the combine. They're not doing well, a combine this year. Yeah, that's weird. Well, I mean, COVID. It made sense, but are you a combine guy? No, I'm not either. My brother is. I don't get it. It's just a waste of. It's not a waste of time because you know you can. It's not a waste of time for scouts, but for me as a casual NFL fan, I'm not interested. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, like, completely agree. I, the only thing I like every year is when Rich Eisen runs the forty. I love Rich Eisen. That's that's what I look forward to from the combine. Like I really, if I am going to judge a quarterback, I'm going to watch their college film. I'm not going to yeah. watch how they throw in the combine. Like, come on. Agreed. What's it called? So, I did you say you wanted Parsons at seven? Yes. Okay. You can find. Say Fields drops to seven. Do you take him if no. you're Lions? No. You wouldn't take him at all? Fields, first of all, he's not going to drop to seven. I'm just saying this Second is a scenario. All, um, I just think you just you did all of the Matthew Stafford stuff to have Jared Goff as your stopgap until your next quarterback. Yes. You have to give Goff a chance to show that he can be good. Well, I any if you draft a quarterback at seven, I just expect you're – not knowing they're going to be the backup. Yes. Yeah. Well, right. But still, that's your wasting quarterback right now for the Detroit Lions is not a position of need. Fair. Linebacker and red zone threat are. Yeah. I I I would rather take a wider like Pitts. Whatever. Like Hawkinson was so good last year. He was that I would rather have more of perimeter like wide receiver at seven. But I just I. I actually, I for the first time in a while, I'm confident that the Lions, I think, are going to move their pick. You think they're going to move? Yeah, I think Holmes. They're going to move back. Yes, because Holmes, you got to like look at. So the they're room. not going to get Parsons or Pitts. I think they can move back like three spots and still get Parsons. Okay. If they wanted to, I hope you're right. Yeah, I don't know. I did you see Mel Tucker's new profile picture? Yes. Did you see like the video of them doing the? Yes. What is your take on that? A little bizarre. It is very weird. I don't know why like, they do that. Like, I, I don't need the like, behind the scenes of your yes, photo shoot. That was. I'm all for doing the photo shoot. Yeah. Because you know it's recruiting in 2021. Yeah. I just thought the the video, the, the behind the scenes of a photo shoot in the locker room with Mel Tucker was a little much. Like it was bizarre. If I'm a recruit and I watch that, I'm gonna be like, uh, like, yeah, I guess it's he has cool. Nice clothes. Yeah, he's got he's got good style and everything, but. I don't know why they felt the need to tweet this. <laughs> it's it's bizarre. I but I love it. I I love all. It's different. Sh- it's so different. No, I just love all the weird things that Michigan State does now. Yeah. Like the the picture of Mel Tucker surrounded by three just random pit bulls is my favorite picture yeah. on the internet. It yeah. is the most preposterous Let's thing talk about ever. Bizarre, unbelievable. I love it. I love it though. Ooh. Good show today, Eric. Yeah, thanks. You did a great job filling in. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I, I have big shoes to fill with with Trent and Hank, so I'm, I'm glad that I was Hank, able to do this. please come back. I don't want to yeah. do this again. <laughs> I, I I appreciate you, you calling no me up and having me in. But what's it called? I had fun. If you give yourself a grade, what would you give yourself? Solid B+. Plus. Outs? Yeah. Eh, okay. What, what, is that too high? We'll see. <laughs> That's, we'll a, that's, for, that's for after the show. Okay, that's fair. That's for after the show. 
Okay, I'm going to lower it to a B now because I feel nervous. Warmer? Yeah. Okay. Good show. Thank you. <laughs> you want to send us out? Let's I will. The... I will. This has been the Green and White Report. Happy Easter, everybody. Thanks for listening. Trent and Collins will be back next weekend. Hank will be back, too. They'll talk to you then.